Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. say uh, Donnie Fandango of the Hazelwood Central Notable Alumni Wikipedia page, but that's already taken down. Hey, man, it made it most of the day. That's saying, you, out. Dude, you made it till like 7.15 last night. <laughs> Riz was gone before the show was over. I think I followed shortly after. You were there probably until, I mean, the sun was down and you still yeah, were yeah, yeah. Was, it still, was it still Donnie the wood chipper? No, no it no. changed about 12 times okay. between then. I was getting tweets like all afternoon about it. Like, I dude, mean, you stole the page. <laughs> right? It's still there. Still Above there. Randy Orton. <laughs> and who takes him down? I don't know. That. What rotten SOB does that? <laughs> He's laughing you really hard person. right now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're like, they're waiting for six o'clock. They're like, oh, we're going to talk about it first thing. <laughs> Such narcissists these guys are. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it, though, if there's somebody that's literally listening and they hear us do it and they go, F Donnie, I'm taking this down. Yeah, yeah. And I don't blame him for it either, just, just to be clear. Well, let me ask you this question. Oh, yes. By the way, good morning, everybody. Thank you. Um, good morning. When you wake up in the morning, first thing, are you immediately stressed out? Uh, No. Like the minute, the minute you wake up? No. no. It takes a while for it to ramp up. Because one in six people say they feel stressed the minute they wake up. And I was trying to think why. Usually after, you know, a, a well, decent night's sleep, you should get up and feel refreshed. Yeah, you kind of forget that you had troubles the day before and all that. Like for a moment, you're like, ah, yay, I'm awake and alive. Well, in some commercials, you know, the process of getting up 
looks all bright and happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys, oh, you, new day. you don't have sunlight in your windows every morning? <laughs> yeah, it's like every single morning when they wake up, it's, it's a beautiful well, it's morning. Like, mm. <laughs> I'm at like, like, a, like, a, like a coastal Italian villa. Ah. <laughs> the <laughs> fresh sea air. <laughs> yeah, let, let me, uh, swing open the shutters. Oh, there it is, the Mediterranean. Yeah. Then you go, hey, we do realize that we live in the middle of the country. <laughs> right, I live in South County. In reality, people... Are waking up to like a horrible, I mean, just horrible experiences. Or they think it's a horrible experience because, oh, God, I made it another day. Here we go. So I'm trying to think why people are so, ah, when they get up. You know, you know what? I, there are days where, you know, if I know that I've got a busy one, if there's something that I'm having anxiety about, then it can set in early. But man, for me, mentally, I, I just have to 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 get myself out of that mind frame, man. That's a bad place to be. Do yeah. you wake up to an aggressively large, uh, loud alarm? No, I do not. Hmm. Maybe that has something to do with it, too. If I, you're getting up to an aggressively loud alarm. I have two alarms that go off. I don't even really know. I think the first one is literally the alarm sound. The and I don't know. I accidentally set this up once. And it wakes me up every time. If I happen to sleep through one of my alarms or if I'm like, I'm going to lay back down. This one goes off. I'm up immediately. The song Daughters by John Mayer. That's what you get up to? Yeah, man. I, and I don't and I don't know when it started or why it started. But, uh, I mean, this is... This is... <laughs> but it's, it's so loud and it's so like, it's, it's non-aggressive. But it's so loud and so in your brain. It, if that's every morning, eventually I'm going to go, I'm going to kill you, John Mayer. I, yeah. Yeah, I, it, and, and here's what's funny. It's so annoying to me now. That song in general, I love John Mayer. John Mayer's a dreamboat. That song drives me crazy. I think it probably weddings, playing it so mm. much at weddings. But the song is so annoying to me, it forces me up. You know, I, yes. don't want, I don't want my favorite song to be my alarm. I want a song that I know is going to make me go, get your ass up and go turn off this before your brain melts out of your ears. Yeah, that's and that's what, what that song does. You got to pick songs that are just annoying. Yeah, annoying so you to have to get up. Yeah. Because uh, mine, though it's a great song, is Honky Tonk Badonkadonk. And that one yeah, will get you get up, up. And you're just like, oh, this is really good, high be, quality stuff. That would be for Donnie, You Give Love a Bad Name. It's just not. It's not how I want to start the day, guys. Like you that, give love a bad name by Bon Jovi. If that's waking Donnie up, that's that's setting a that's setting a tone for the day. Uh, I found out who and why uh, Donnie's thing got taken down. Oh God! <laughs> so oh, Hazelwood Central's page. Yep. So it got taken down first at one forty eight because uh, SDRQAZ reported it as persistent vandalism on the page. Wow. Now you're vandalizing the school. Great. Then. At 2111, it got taken down for the final time by somebody with the username, oh no, it's Jamie. And they noted, notable alumni, no article. And it says in quotes, radio personalities are not inherently notable. Oh, how dare That's brutal. And I will say this. At nine o'clock exactly, Gray Wanderer posted, unsourced, please provide source for degree of baldness. (laughs) Well, but this is kind people. 
I would just like to say that I do not appreciate this in any way, shape, or form. As a fellow guy, radio person, the guy removed, your, removed you from the notable alumni because they couldn't cite your baldness. Oh, people is... are the worst. You know, people, I just really try to have a good day. Yeah. Day. That's, 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 all I'm, the that's, a, that's all I'm trying not to do. Not notable. I love how it says persistent vandalism. That sounds so Not like... notable. <laughs> hey, back to the stress thing real quick. Yeah, sorry. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Usually, and I, th- I would, I would, <clears throat> I would say most of us in this room, including Scott, before you go to bed, do you look at your phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so yeah. you're looking at your phone before you go to bed, probably reading the news or doing something. Yeah, mostly sports, but okay, yeah, sports yeah, yeah, or something to get you kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do. I don't do any. Like I'm not reading. I am not reading news articles before mm-hmm. I go to bed, especially lately, man. That's just not good for anybody. I don't think. But then, what's yeah. the first thing you do when you get up? You go for the phone. Yeah. I I've spent about a week where I plugged in my phone. So, like, you know, bed, the two nightstands next to it, and then, like, across my room on the other side, there's, like, the dresser that has, you know, my socks and underwear and white shirts and all that stuff over there, right below my TV. And I, for a while there, for, like, a week, I put my phone over there when I went to bed. Plugged it in, put it on the alarm, put it over there. And then I went... This is stupid because I would lay down and I'd go, "Oh man, what time is my event tomorrow?" Go, and then I go, "Did you go? I wonder what. Get up. I wonder what my phone's doing right now." <laughs> <laughs> and then I started making the excuses. You know, I was like, "Well, what if somebody calls and I need to answer it yeah. right now?" Yeah, it's like, right next as, to me if I do if, that. As if it's four miles away. Yeah. So you so you go to bed looking at your phone and you get up and first thing you do is grab your phone. I don't think that's good for us. No. No, I, I, and I don't like the, that I'm so used to checking it that, I mean, if I'm like, stand, you know, you know how it is, man. If you're standing in a line, if you're waiting any place, mm. every single second pretty much is taken up by looking at that screen. Yeah, and, and we in the house for the kids, we said, so, you know, my son and daughter now have phones. Like, you can't have these in your room while you're sleeping. Like, they need to be out of your room. Okay. So we have like a little charging station out in the hallway. Like, before you turn in for the night, you are to turn in your phone. That's, yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's a great idea. That's, that's perfect. Because they're, yes, because they will be on them until their yeah. eyeballs fall out of their I'm heads. frightened. Yeah. Because I'm addicted. I'm addicted. Yeah. And what I what do I do? Last thing before I go to bed or turn the lights out, I'm on my phone. First thing when I get up, even on a weekday when I go to, go to work. Yeah. And the thing that's crazy, man, is that it, that even though we're doing the same thing, it's it's a little bit different in that this is a learned behavior for for us and the kids. I mean, like that's just all they've known. Yeah, I mean it's learned for them too, I guess. But I mean, still, it's just it's all they've ever known. Yeah, it just it's just frightened. I'm I'm just frightened. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much for all of us. Uh, speaking of too much, last night's CBC Alumni Hall of Fame uh, dinner. Too much fun. Uh, while you're getting into this, uh, the CBC Wikipedia page has officially been locked for editing. Oh, after you were added to the notable alumni? Yep. Because radio personality is not notable? I guess so. On my page, on my page, it says that somebody put, uh, how are, how is this person notable? They have no Wikipedia page. So because I don't have a Wikipedia page, this person who graduated in the class of 68, I'm assuming. But aren't you on the points Wikipedia page? 
Who knows, man? You know, I, I, as we're going back to this a little bit, as I'm stewing on this, uh, I, I would like to know the person that took it down and said that I wasn't notable. What are they doing? You, you know what I'm saying? Are they doing something, something very notable? I would, yeah. I would assume so. They're, they're editing. Wikipedia editor. So funny. notable. <laughs> That's they're so- a notable Wikipedia editor. We also found out last yesterday that somebody had added their name and a fake story to a famous NFL wide receivers Wikipedia page eight years ago, and it's still up there. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't tell anybody, like we're broadcasting. Yeah, yeah, what of we're course. Doing. None of us. And by the way, just to let you guys all know, listening, none of us expected the, the names to stay up there. I mean, we were literally speak for in, yourself, Tony. Okay, <laughs> we were encouraging you to go and change Donnie Fandango's nickname every five minutes. You know, like we knew that it was going to get taken down, but like the people that click on it that you could tell are not. Our listeners going and trolling and having fun, like the people that are reporting it as persistent vandalism, relax. Yeah, lighten up. Lighten up, Francis. So CBC Alumni Hall of Fame dinner last night. Uh, Tony Patrico was officially in the hall. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Thank you. So let me tell you about my experience. Okay. So the event kicked off at 5 o'clock. Doors were at 5 yeah, doors at five, showtime about us. So I, I knew, I I knew, uh, you know, it was I was at CBC, didn't know where, like on the, on a campus. I'd only uh, been there once. Yeah. And the it only was time for, I was, it was at, for the when we just all we did was stand on the field. Yeah, just just onto the football field. That's all. That that's my whole experience with being on the CBC campus. Let's let's pull back the curtain. If you ever see the Riz Olympic video of Riz doing the long jump, that was filmed at CBC. At CBC. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus two, not not hard to find the football field there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pass it every day, <laughs> twice a day. I pass there every day, going to work and coming home from work. But I've never really explored the campus, so I was going to meet our boss over there, our boss Tommy. Uh, you know, he went as well. And uh, he goes, I'll meet you there at 5.15. So, you know me. I'm, I'm always a little early. Yeah. I always worry about traffic, especially that time of day, well, like you know, between 4.45 and, and you know, 6. And at that spot, too. At yeah. that spot. I'm yeah. like, I, you, I'd rather err on the side. I'll be there a little early. You know how I am. I'm pretty much like you. Like, me and you, are. we, we usually end up showing up to places, like, right at about the same time, about 15, 20 minutes early. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to leave my house. At like 1.30 yesterday. Like that's to how. To get there at what time? You to get there, there at, at five. five too? Yeah, to get there at five. I wanted to leave at 1.30. I mean, I was pacing. I was, I mean, I think I was dressed and ready to go mm-hmm. at two. Like I was like, I'm. let's go. I need I need to do this right now. And believe it or not, Riz, I got there at 5.03. I was so proud of myself because I wasn't there so early. Huh? Yeah, because I wasn't there so early. Because I'm the guy that I would have showed up and they would have been setting up the tables. So I pull into, into the CBC campus. And I go, maybe there's going to be a sign that says alumni dinner or something. And there's not, of no, course. No, no. I, uh, I didn't even think about that. So I'm driving around. I go, I have no idea what. There's a lot of buildings here. I'm I'm, I'm just going to kind of drive slowly, maybe look for your truck. And there are 50 trucks that look like your truck. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm, I don't know. There's visitor spots. There's yeah, spots and, that are numbered. And at the, at this time, at, at you know, 5 o'clock when... when Everybody was showing up. There was still football practice going on. Sure. Oh, so it there's, just, yeah, it had just gotten out as I was pulling out of the campus. Yeah, now so there's cars. And there's people everywhere. People walk in this direction, that direction. So if you're like, oh, I'm going to park and then see where people go, 
You're lost because right. people are going in the main entrance. People are going in the theater entrance. People are going into the other house. Like, it's crazy. So the boss calls me at like 5.05. And he goes, hey, we're, we're, we'll be there in, in, in about five minutes. He goes, where are you? I go, I don't know. And I'm scared. It's <laughs> <laughs> reasonable. No, it's not reasonable on the CBC <laughs> campus. No, it's, it's not. It's very I dangerous. Don't know where I am. I mean, and I'm frightened, Tommy. <laughs> so eventually, I saw people uh, dressed nicely walk into this one particular building. I go, "What are the odds of another kind of formal event happening at the same time?" Pretty good. Yeah, actually. yeah, pretty good. Pretty good <laughs> chance for that. Pretty good at CBC. But it was it was what was the Ross Building. Uh, yeah, it was well. Uh, it's Ross Hall is Ross what it's Hall. called, but that's the cafeteria. So, that it's their cafeteria slash multi-purpose room. You can tell that CBC because my lunchroom in high school was just called a lunchroom. Yeah, mine too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah, Ross Hall. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> well, after you know, seeing fifteen uh, buildings named after a bomberito, I go, all right, this is fine. <laughs> but, uh, you you entered in. Riz entered in. I'm assuming this is where you entered in. You entered in at the bomberito theater. Yeah. <laughs> ah, another bomberito building. I don't think this. It's is the it. bomberito theater on the bomberito campus. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I may have seen a sun trip too. Uh, I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh-huh. I think that's right. So they got it covered. Uh, they got everything covered. <laughs> wow. Yep. So into Ross Hall for the uh, for the big formal, mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, everybody was. Dry. I, I had a jacket on. Very nice. You ended up going with the jacket. I, I went with a jacket, uh, uh, a nice dress shirt. I even said to the wife, "I go before I left. I, I had nice pants on. I go uh, shirt tucked or untucked." She goes, "Dad, nah, don't tuck it." Very nice. I always tuck, but. That's me. This was a shirt that could be go either way. Either way, okay. Because there are some shirts that are meant to be tucked. For sure. This was, we could go either way. Got it. I wanted to be, you know, kind of fancy dress, but not too fancy. I get it. I got to get, this This doesn't affect this conversation at all. I'm sorry to say it out loud, but I got to get a new jacket. Like that, you should I always don't, have at least a jacket. Yeah, I do not have that right now, and I need to get that. Sorry. You should always have a jacket and at least two pairs of nice pants. I think Steve Harvey does a whole bit. I don't even think it's a comedy bit. No, it's something about how many suits a man is supposed to have. Or you're supposed to have, you're supposed to have three suits because you can use the suit jacket with the suit pants and the shirt with yeah, the pants. Yeah, there's like three different colors of tops and bottoms you should have. Yeah, where you could mix and match, where everything does match, no matter what combo. Yeah. yeah. What did he say? He, yeah. said, he said you buy three suits today and you'll have twelve suits for the rest of your life, or something like that, because of the different combos. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. See if we could find that. If what exactly. That combo is. Because, man, I'm like, ah, Steve Harvey. <sighs> Philosopher. Oh, he says, if you buy five suits, you actually buy 75 suits. Because he says you wear the white shirt, black jacket, black pants. Gray pants, white shirt, black jacket. Black jacket, white shirt, black tie, blue pants, you know, t- khaki yeah, pants. That's brilliant. Oh, yeah. He says you buy five suits and you can make those 75 suits. Without even trying. Yep. You also have to buy like four mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though. You know, Tony brought it up yesterday that this is probably one of the one of the bigger moments of your life. Mm-hmm. Work so hard for this. And he's rocking the handlebar mustache because he lost a real estate punch. 
Yeah. I said, I will forever be enshrined in the CBC Hall of Fame. My picture there with members of the class of 1958, 1974, 1978, and Al Robowski's little brother. Yep. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That is an Al Robowski handlebar mustache. I did not even think about that, uh, but it sure is. Yeah, it is. So uh, we go into... Uh, I just I just made Riz's brain stop on a dime because somebody just sent over who edited his high school page, Wikipedia. And yet again, folks, we have been denied by Zim Zalabim, who has put, please stop, only notable people with articles should be listed here. He's the guy that always cancels it, right? Every he's time. The guy, he's the, the guy that always. Please, only notable entries. Added known person who is a huge, oh, this person says, added a, added a known person who is a huge local celeb in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> somebody and on nope. my side. But shut it down. They, they should, down. They should have, have said local. They should have said celeb. Zimzel. Uh, did they know I was on Beat Shazam, <laughs> which was a nationally televised show? They must not. <laughs> Clearly, man. Huh. Do you guys know that I was on Beat Shazam? Friends with Jamie Foxx. We could say well, TV we were in, star. We were within five feet of Jamie Foxx, yeah. we could just say. TV star. <laughs> Friends. TV star, yeah. Yeah, you're a TV star. Rizzuto. Uh -huh. Hollywood's. Hollywood's Scott Rizzuto. So, uh, so yeah. So we walk into the uh, to the Ross Hall, uh, and I guess it was cocktail hour for us. So, so cocktail Correct. hour was like five to six. Six, yeah. So they had a nice little nice little spread of alcohol. Mm -hmm. You had your wines. What? Just you. I don't know where you're going with this, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bartenders there had very heavy hands. Donnie. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Gonna go there. I'm sure that uh, the boss was a little bummed out about that. Who the boss upstairs? I mean, it <laughs> not Jesus. No, no, no. I'm Johnny. I'm our boss. <laughs> you say that. Hey, you say that, and let me drive home the fact of how heavy these guys' pours were. The boss took a drink and went. <laughs> Whoa. Is there any mixers in this? Wow. Go, yeah, yeah, man. Okay, that's perspective. So I, I went you. with the the boss's wife was there, so we walked up to uh, to to the bar top and. Uh, they weren't like pro bartenders. It was a couple. Uh, it was yeah, guys in the alumni association. Couple alumni association fellas, and uh, uh, Tommy's wife got a got a wine, and he asked her how big of a glass, and she goes, "Ah, it's standard. <laughs> Just give me the bottle." <laughs> no, that's funny. I don't even know that if you know the story. So my lady and and Tommy's wife went back up to the bar, and Tommy's wife is a very personable. Person, she's yes. got it. She will talk, and you will feel like you guys are best friends. Literally, one of the nicest people yeah. of all time. So, like the the guy working the bar was, you know, a, an older gentleman, and he was pouring her a glass, and she goes, she goes, hey, that's a pretty big bottle, uh, bottle of wine, and he, and she, he goes, yeah, and she goes, well, I'll come back and I'll see, you and we'll put some damage to that or whatever, and he handed her the bottle and goes, here you go, you can just take it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she goes, no, no, we're good. So, so the boss wanted a uh, a vodka club, and I said, you know, I'll take a vodka club too. So I said to the one fellow, I'm like, I'll take a Tito's and a club, and the guy goes, huh? <laughs> he didn't know what a Tito. I, I guess they didn't know the brand was Tito's. <laughs> I said, Tito's. These are volunteer bartenders, guys. <laughs> Tito's and club, huh? <laughs> and the other guy stepped out. I got, I got it. I got it. What's it, Fred? I got it, Fred. Yeah, yeah, Ferd. Ferd. One of the bartenders, his real name is Ferdinand. Yep, it's awesome. <laughs> That's sweet. Ferd's the best. That was my grandfather's name. Love that dude. Ferdinand, who they called Fred. Anyway, so other guy takes <laughs> over, 
and uh, puts out two glasses, and he goes, just tell me when. And this guy fills the vodka, like, fills the glass almost to the brim. And I go, whoa! <laughs> when? 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 George, when? And he goes, <laughs> and he goes uh, club soda with it? And I go, I don't know if there's room for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to spill. <laughs> well, I don't know if there's room for that. I put a splash of club, and then I go, all right. <laughs> Give it to the boss, and the boss goes, oh! <laughs> hey, you know, him, he's an expert. It's like when, when, it's it's the same kind of thing when, like, Mary gets a heavy pour somewhere, and she goes, whoa, that's when I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. when Tommy the boss goes, whoa, and he's like a like a like Obi-Wan when it comes to <laughs> drinking. He's like a Jedi master. I saw a drinking <laughs> performance by that guy during a live set at ACL that will rival almost anything I've ever seen. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's remarkable. So cocktail hour was fun, you know, standing around chatting, and we kind of, you know, we kind of kept to ourselves. I, I, I did feel uh, definitely like an outsider, because that, I mean, it is CBC all the way, mm-hmm. and, and especially, I, I, and especially at this event, you know, like this is this is celebrating people that love their school so much yes, that they and, have and, and, financially or through service or through time, and not but not through anybody's fault did I feel like an outsider. It just yeah, I was not part of the club. Yeah, yeah. There, it's like it's like you. It's like if if Scott, if you were going to a party that one of your friends was hosting, and you said, "Tony, come on with me," and I went, you don't feel out of place. Oh, another, you just feel. Here's awkward. another example. Yeah, if you were invited to a to a party, it was like the everybody had a lot of sex party, and then you showed up. <laughs> God, that I don't know why that yeah. just sounded so savage right there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, get, you get it, though, right? You, well, you yeah. get it. I would just think the whole time, like, wow, I'm the only one without an STD. This is great. <laughs> King Scott, everybody. This is nice. Donnie's got tears hey, guys, coming out of his eyes. Me. I don't know why, man, but that got me. That really, <laughs> that really caught me. So, uh, so cocktail hour ends, and then uh, everybody's to their tables, and Tony had his own table. Big giant banquet table. I mean, right up front. Yeah, very first right table. Right up front, right baby. Up front. Table, Perfect, for, so. table for ten. So my first thought is, damn, I can't probably slip out if I have to. <laughs> 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 There's not an easy exit to the back I always door. look yeah. for the exits. Look for the exits. What were the bar? Escape. The bar in back. Was it in back? Yes, the bar was. Yes, in you can always do that kind of thing. Whenever everybody at the table starting to feel pretty good, you'd be like, you guys need a drink or anything, and. You know what though? Disappear. I felt I felt once the speeches started, uh, nobody got out. Yeah, you're, yeah. They were, I mean, people oh. were people were hesitant to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but it was a lovely dinner. The dinner was, uh, yeah, the dinner was buffet style. Everybody walked up. Everyone looked, looked clean. The food tasted good. How was the muscatcholi? No muscatcholi. Okay. No, but they curious on this one. Yeah, this. I think I know what you're going to say here, and it's very curious. So they had a big bowl of salad. Okay. Okay, St. Louis style, which means over overdressed, which is fine. <laughs> and cheese. And cheese. There yes. was cheese. It was overdressed. Dressing delicious. Cheese also delicious. Go cheese on. Cheese is fine. So I, I look, I, I have my plate. I look and I go, oh, cool, olives. I, I like olives in my salad. 
And then I take a scoop. I'm like, these are not olives. They're blueberries. Blueberries in the salad. Just random thrown in blueberries. Random. And it, and it didn't even like, it didn't even necessarily like marry with the dressing. The dressing was kind of like a honey mustardish dressing. Weird, so it wasn't right? like a no, vinaigrette man, or anything. Yeah, and it wasn't like, you know, some salads have like, oh, slices of apples no or strawberries. Reason. But at the same time. Once you took a bite, didn't bother me. It didn't bother me, but I got a curious choice. Did somebody go, hmm, this needs something? Just handful the chef, of blueberries. The chef have uh, vision issues? Is all like, <laughs> is that olives or is that? I'll just go with those. I'm those look like olives. Eeny, meeny, miny, okay. Yep. Yeah, they're cheaper than olives. Throw right these now. in. 75 cents a pound or 90. Yeah, we'll go through. Yeah, just call the blueberries. <laughs> handful of blueberries in there. I go, that's an odd choice to for random fruit. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It was fine. It's a good way to get sugar in it. The, the meal was rad. I mean, the like it was, was good. really it was, good. Uh, it was uh, blueberries and salad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was great green beans. Green beans. Green beans were great. Yeah, green beans with some red peppers cut up in there. Green Ooh. beans, not out of the can. Green beans. Yeah, these you know, were fresher. You know, fresh like greens. buffet green beans are sometimes just sw- yeah. You could tell they opened up a can. Yeah. yeah. And they poured them in, and it's like mushy green beans swimming in juice. Yeah, these were the green beans. You could tell that they snapped the ends. Yeah. They cooked them. Yeah. yeah. I love good green beans. So do yeah. I. They were great. Yeah, yeah. man. And so then also I. the potatoes were great. It was just potatoes seasoned cubed potatoes. Carrots. Uh, baby carrots. Uh, also. Oh, those were baby carrots, man. Those uh, were they, like yeah, full they, size. They were full size carrots. Grown yeah. Up carrots. Um, <laughs> yeah, adult Grown carrots. Grown up carrots. <laughs> and then they had uh, some chicken dish that had some. Sauce with some mushroom. You know how they always have that, like mushroom sauce with like onions on it. It was everything. almost like a marsala, like, a, like yeah, chicken, chicken marsala, marsala or sort of. Like and that. then they had prime rib. What got? What got? Dudes carving. Yeah, man, guys, I'm really hungry. Dudes carving. Was, Donnie, that, sounds was, that prime rib was very good. Great, probably Cooked great. Probably better than the Hello Fresh meal I made last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, you know, listen, I I know when it comes to uh, somebody carving meat for me, I'm uh, I'm very particular. Imagine that. What? <laughs> like when I go to Schnucks to the deli, they go, oh. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> they go on break, close it down. Here it comes. Oh, we're closed. <laughs> Sorry, man, we're out of ham. Closing for the night. Because I like it a, a certain way. Like I, I like my meats thin. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And no. I quote, Riz has said this multiple times. It's the only time I've ever heard it. It's all and about this surface is, area. And this is now how I order it. I say, they go, how thin do you want? I go, so I can read a newspaper through it. That's it. If you say that. They know it's the thinnest they can go. And, dude, it's great because that makes it great snacking deli meat, too. You walk by, you just go. You know what? I got to tell you something. Uh, A couple weeks ago, uh, I got caught uh, stealing a gigantic piece of roast beef out of one of the the bags in the refrigerator. I don't know that I've ever felt so bad about myself in in my adult life. Who cares? Because I just felt like a gigantic slob standing in front of the refrigerator in my shorts, and I'm just munching on this piece of roast beef. did the same thing a couple days ago. My, My daughter came in the kitchen and... Poor kid just looked horrified. Yeah, I was, I was, there's dad <laughs> in just gym shorts, <laughs> eating roast beef out of a bag. Been there. I just think I need to be better. That's all I'm saying. I just need to have a better snack. That's a great situation. snack, though, man. I like my, you know, I like my meats thin, especially when it comes to sandwich making. Again, it's all it's a surface area thing. When you, uh, okay, might as well get into this. So, like, what's your cheese proportion when you have those thinly sliced meats? Then do Also you, thinly sliced cheese. Thinly sliced cheese. Yeah. Do you do, like, one piece of cheese at the top and one on the bottom or just kind of one no, in the middle there? No, no, because I like to, when, uh, when I put the, the deli meats on, on, a, on the bread, I kind of pile it. Okay. 
It's so thin you can almost pile them. And the same with the cheese on the top. Do you have one of those wire cutter kind of things for your cheese? No. You no. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I started, no. No, I got my deli cut stuff. And they go, is this thin enough? I go, no, thinner. <laughs> is this thin enough? No, come on. I want to read the newspaper through it. Anyway. Well, with the cheese thing, they got pissed because I, got, I like it so thin. They got to put like wax paper yeah. in between each. Or else it just sticks together as you pull or it. Or else yeah. it just stick together. Yeah. That's a pro job. Oh, when so you don't the, cut it at home. You No, no. Wow. When they're doing it at the deli and they're putting the paper in between each row of slices. Yeah. I don't I don't I normally just That's buy above cheese. And beyond. I love that. I normally just buy cheese out of the package already pre-made and done and all that stuff. But when it comes to smoked gouda, I get that boar's head, I get them slicing that real thin. Mm, what's up? So last night with the prime rib, I told the guy, thin. And man, he knocked it out of the park. Shave that baby for me. Yep. Flag that. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> shave that baby for me. <laughs> so the meal was good. And then, uh, man, they had some nice cheesecake, too. The woman came around with cheesecake. Wow, yeah. With? With blueberries. Blueberries on it. They, know you know what? The, with you olives? know what they did this? They go, the blueberries are yeah. about to go. Put yeah, them on olive. everything. Yeah, why were olives on the... Uh, <laughs> Cheesecake was good, and then and then come the speeches. Mm-hmm. Well, first the uh, president of the alumni association. No, no, that's that was the president of the school. Oh, president of the school. Yeah, Mike. Mike. His Whose name, name is, is Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan. Huh. and he does uh, not go by Mike. Basketball player. He does not go by Mike. I remember, and and I, and and he's uh, incredible. He's an amazing man. And I remember a few years back, I made a joke with him. I said, "I love your shoes," and he went, looked down at his feet, and he goes, "Well, thank you." I was like, he did not get that joke. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure he's heard enough Michael Jordan. <laughs> I, I know. Jokes. I know. His nickname is Square Jordan. <laughs> Stop it. So he starts, uh, you know, with his speech, and then he starts one by one with the, uh, you know, saying a little something about the Hall of Fame inductee. And then the, you know, Hall of Fame, new Hall of Famer comes up and gives their little speech. Of course, Tony's last. They went by, by graduation year. Yeah, so there was like 19, you know, I think it started at 58, 58 and then 67, and Tony's 03. Here we go. There was only six people that talked, by the way, Donnie. It's not like he had to wait for 49 no, it hours. it was fine. And everybody's speeches were, were wonderful, mm-hmm. and they weren't, they weren't long-winded. It was one guy was like, thank you, and basically sat down. Yeah. He, got up, he, goes, he goes, I don't have much to say. I love this place, and thank you for this honor, and uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, and sat down. That's it, and I stood and, up, and I was like, yeah, best speech ever. The, the yeah. funny thing was, the funny thing was, is so like, <laughs> <laughs> they tell us, like, when they sent us the thing, like, they send us this letter that says, like, congratulations, you've officially been, you know, selected to be inducted into the CBC Alumni Hall of Fame. Uh, here's the details about everything that happens on Alumni Weekend. Uh at the Hall of Fame alumni banquet, prepare a speech for three to five minutes. And I went, okay, cool, three to five minutes, that's great. This guy gets up and talks for 22 seconds, and I went, oh, my. The speech in my pocket, I went, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm going to be the only one that talks for more than 20 seconds. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, yes, he's feeling it now. <laughs> yes. I, immediately, I, immediately, it did that. And in my, in my pocket, in my pocket, I went, I hope by some miracle it's being edited by some magical device that's in my pocket and it's cutting it down big time. And Donnie, some of these inductees were captains of industry. I'm sure. Captains of industry. I mean, a couple guys took, you know, uh, companies 
and, and made them, you know, hundred million dollar a year companies. Yeah. Like one, one, one of the guys, like one of the guys, contractor, had, like yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy pedigree. What was it too? Another guy had uh, uh, had donated, I think, like almost four million dollars to CBC in the last like six years. Why did he get inducted? Like, I mean, because his company, he employs twenty thousand people. Like every layperson that works at Scott Air Force Base works for him. Yeah, unbelievable. Wow. That's really great, though. I would love to have that kind of dough yeah. to be able yeah, to do yeah. those kinds of things yeah, with, and, and many others. And they're sitting up there on the dais with with Tony, and uh, you know the president of, or I'm sorry, the yeah the president of the school, you yeah. know, saying a little something like that. You know, Mike over here, you know, success story after he graduated, went to this school and turned this company, and you know, implies twenty thousand people, and he gets to Tony, and he goes, Tony, Tony Patrico. <laughs> So now we go from a guy who's, you know, runs a $100 million company to a guy who plays the electric slide at weddings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how many degrees the other guys have? And talks about Kim Kardashian, you know, five times a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And all these guys have, like, doctorates and masters and all this stuff. And I'm like, on my thing, it says, like, you know, if you flip through the program, it says, you know, like, D- Dr. Ed has, you know, graduated from CBC in this year, went to SIUE and then went to Washington, WashU, and then went to, you know, University of Virginia. And the other guy went to like five different schools and all those degrees. And then in mine, it says grade school, St. Norbert College, SIUE, 2003 to 2008. That's, and it. that's it. Doesn't say degree, doesn't say nothing. It just says this is the years that he was over there. Mm-hmm. That's it. We all make hey, our own good. path. That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, the, the the guy goes, Michael Jordan says, uh, he goes, hey, you know, Tony's on the radio. Anybody hear the Riz show? And it was. Now you got a couple claps. <laughs> but that room, probably not no, the target no, no, audience no. there for no, us. Not really and, in our and demo. A- and afterwards, and after all was said and done, a lot of people came up and they were like, oh, man. And they were like, I didn't even put two and two together. And they were like, oh, my God, was that Riz at your table? And I go, yeah. And they go, oh, we would have said hi. I go, oh, yeah, he got out of here real quick. <laughs> so this is the kind of audience that doesn't have FM in their car? Still rocking AM, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Still hanging on. Listen to Camel X every day. That's right. <laughs> So Tony gives his speech, and I will say that Tony's speech was outstanding. It was it was a, it was probably the best speech of the night. Oh, thank you, wow. man. That a boy. So it was a really good speech, and it was my, my lady timed me from like she hit record, and like I started talking immediately, and it was exactly five minutes. So you About had the one minute one? too long. Oh, jeez, here we go. Yeah. It, it can't be a compliment reality. without. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now you worried about about it not being. Long enough. I said, just take your time, man. Yeah. It's easy Don't to rush. say, though, but when you get up and do that thing, you, you speed up every time, even if you're experienced at doing it like we are. Like, you know, you go at a quicker pace mm-hmm. than when you're practicing. But I know it's very annoying when somebody tells you that, so I said it. <laughs> of course I <they> did. <laughs> Donnie, <laughs> I'm so not kidding sweet. you. Donnie, this is, this is and, and for those of you watching the webcam, Riz is sitting at the table. I mean, right up front. Right up front. <laughs> Riz is sitting at the table, and the president of the school goes, Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Patrico and Riz did this. Ooh. <laughs> and I and I went, that's the last time I look at Riz. Done. Can't do that anymore. Go time. He got so excited. Popped up, propped his phone. Well, I up. propped my phone up. I wanted to record the whole thing. Yeah. Ooh. So I I, I front row seats, baby. Mm-hmm. 
and I did not take my eyes off you. I, just <laughs> I know to... you did. I, there was one time where I looked at I looked at Mary Beth because I mentioned her in the speech. So I, I, you know, oh, thank you to my beautiful girlfriend and blah blah blah. And as I was making my way from looking at her to go back to looking at my piece of paper, I caught eyes with you, and you had the biggest grin on your face. And I went, "We're done here. It was We're a good done. Speech. It We're was a very here. good speech. It was enough where." <laughs> Uh, after it was over, a woman came up to me and said, hey, I saw you recording. Uh, can you get me a copy of it for the uh, the, the CBC like, news? The CBC Today newsletter. That's the great. newsletter. Yeah, she wanted to pull a couple quotes from my speech. And uh, I said, listen, this is you know my recording. Uh, I will, I'm willing to sell it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Riz made a couple hundred bucks yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, crazy. You should read that tagline from Major League Baseball when you can't re- reproduce. The yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Rebroadcast. <laughs> Without express written consent. Uh, and then, yeah, so it was over. It was over. The whole, everything all said and done was over by 745. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was about 45 minutes of speeches and the induction stuff. And it was, uh, it was, it was a very nice event. I'm glad I was there. Your speech was wonderful. Congratulations. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that very Congratulations much. Congratulations thank you guys. The thank you. to the Hall of Fame. And it really did uh, make me jealous that after all was said and done, I'm like, I want to be a CBC person. Well, yeah, I was going to ask. Like, I think I was indoctrinated. Do they have outsiders <laughs> that could be inducted? Yes, yes. there was. There was. Uh, I, you know, the company GFI, GFI Digital, yeah. that does like all the all the maintenance and printers and all this kinds of stuff. Uh, he, the guy that owns that company, did not go to CBC, and he has four daughters. None of them obviously went to CBC, an all boys school. But he still supports the alumni open golf tournament and has donated X amount of money and just. Has just donated and supported the school he's because he loves what it's about. Three million dollars. Yes, yeah. he's, getting, he's getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he was friends with John Bomarito, who went to CBC. They partnered up and presented the golf tournament. John Bomarito has now switched his focus to other things, and he has taken over everything. And it's incredible the uh, support he's given the school, and not and not even gone there. Not it doesn't well, even go there. Donnie, yeah. uh, I I over the past three or four years have donated money uh, for a hole at the golf tournament. Uh, probably all told, I'm probably 300 bucks in the hole. Here. I would say 350. 350. I would say 350. So I'm well on my way. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rizzuto Hall, right around the corner. I'm well on my way. <laughs> no, it did. I was like, man, I wish I went to a school like this. See, and I and I said in my speech something I mentioned in my speech. I said, you know, my my boss is here, and my radio partner for the past you know 13 years is here. And I go, you have consistently heard me talk about what this school means to me and why I'm so passionate about it. I hope tonight gives you just a tiny glimpse of why I am that way. Well, and then I think, man, if I ever ask my parents, like, hey, I want to go to CBC or a school like that, they go, uh, no, we pay taxes, so you're going to the school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that my my parents wanted to send me to Aquinas uh, at the time in in Florissant, but we just did not have the loot for me to be able to do it. So Hazelwood Central, Hazelwood Central. But I still like. But even that, you know, it's funny to hear Tony talk about his school like that because, like, even though I don't do anything with Central anymore, man, I, I still I feel like part of the reason that I'm the guy that I am is because I went there and the things that I learned from the great sure. teachers and things. So. I just think that it's very neat, and I, I just for you to be honored, man, is something that's that's really special, and I know it means a lot. Yeah, to it you. was, and 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 on the way home last night, uh, my I said to my lady, I go, I know this is going to sound silly, but this was probably one of the most important days of my life. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and once it was over, here here was Riz. Meep, meep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there he goes. I'm out. Don't blink. <laughs> See ya. 
Um, a little behind the scenes here at the radio station. So they, uh, we went through, uh, man, like five or six months of uh, renovations mm-hmm. uh, here on the floor. Yes. I mean, it was it was uh, it was a process, and it was, and it was a much needed facelift. I mean, it it looks fantastic in here. It does. It does. It looks great. Uh, you know, new carpets, new you know, some new paint on the walls. The sales department has all new cubicles. That that conference room is gorgeous. Yep. The new conference room we yep. have. I feel like we should just meet. Like we just meet for no reason. Sometimes Riz just, just sits in there and just hopes people walk in. <laughs> they we walk go, in. We're having a meeting. Yeah, they walk in. They go, what time's the meeting? You go, right now. Have right a seat. Right now, come on in. <laughs> Let's talk. Uh, for some reason during that renovation, they I don't know. Why did they not do the roof? I don't know. During all of that? During all that. So they they have to do, um, to went through all the res- re, you know renovations for months. And uh, the plastic tarps are back out because they're redoing the roof. And I guess it's a it's a big job, and it's going to take quite a long time. So they're starting on one end of the building, and they're moving uh, towards the studios. So at some point, and we were told at some point, maybe this month, maybe early next month, they will be doing work on the roof during the morning show. So you guys will have to vacate the premises. So there's going to be a day. They didn't say take the day off. They said, we'll have to move you guys somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Is it only going to be a day? Doesn't that feel like not enough? You know I what don't know what they're doing up there. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I thought, yeah. listen, this is just the basic things from th- uh, the the few company emails that I read, okay? But I, I thought that they were tearing up the rock that's on the roof now, uh-huh. and then they have to lay the new rock down before they put the roof on? Is that a that thing? That sounds right because I I heard them doing it on the other end, and that was loud as hell. Well, that <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that thunder rolls is coming down this way, wow. right? And they and the, uh, the roofers oh, <laughs> the roofers only work. What did they say? From 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. Because I said, why don't they just start the work after 10 10 a.m. when all the morning shows are done? Because it's not like we're the only morning show here on this floor. And it and it's much easier for middays like me to 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 track or to do something to do, and vacate, yeah, to go yep. to another studio. Yep, <clears throat> somewhere maybe towards the middle of the building. I don't know. But they said no, no. They 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 start. They always start work at seven a.m. Doesn't matter. These guys are on a schedule. So so you guys have to figure out what you want to do during the day or days that they're doing the roof above the studio because it's going to be loud. It's going to be you'll be able to hear it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Them throwing rock, sucking rock up and throwing it back down. So uh, that was basically the only thing we were told. Mm-hmm. Basically, figure it out. So I said, "Man, what are we gonna? What are we gonna do? Are we gonna uh, like maybe go to one, one of our houses and broadcast from our, you know, from our house? Do we want to go to maybe like a like a bar, like like a Hot Shots, and maybe do a broadcast in the morning there? Gets us a breakfast going. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? This would be a good opportunity." You know, we got a pretty good Wi-Fi signal up at the farm. Let's go to the farm and do a broadcast from the farm. Oh, man. I that'd love be this. Cool. Yeah. Like the four of us go up there the night before, spend the night, get up in the morning, kind of plug in and and uh, and, and do the broadcast from there. Then I'm thinking, man, that's a whole thing. That is. That's a, that's a lot of time together. That's like an overnight, and then and then you know what my wife said. She goes, "Who's going to clean up after you?" I go, "Who's going to clean up after us?" What does she think we're going to do? do? You, what are we going to do? And then I kind of got like, "What do you think we're going to do?" We're not animals. I mean, the egg fight I would have to be canceled. I think she thinks we're animals. 
In all reality, Riz, and, and this is this is the truth. If I ever, for whatever reason, came up to your farm, okay? You said, hey, you and your lady want to get away for the weekend, go stay at the farm. You guys can go up there. I can promise you, promise you, that when I leave, it will be cleaner than when I show up. And that's what I would think. I don't know what my wife was thinking. Who does, the, who does she think we are? Teenage kids. That's what I think. I, I'm thinking that once we're done, her thought is there's going to be beer cans everywhere, mm-hmm. like open pizza boxes. Trash, just trash everywhere. everywhere. I don't know if I should be insulted or... I go, what do you think is going to happen here? Listen, she's not far off, all right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, you know, not far. Amongst us, I'm the only drinker. So... If it were beer cans all over the place, it'd be for me. <laughs> That'd yeah. be great. It would almost be like... What are we going to do? It I would mean, almost... No, it would almost be like... And I think this is what she kind of was was attempting to do. But, like, it's almost like the, the night that we're going up there, she would have just said, hey, pick up after yourself. What does she think we're going to do? I know, but I'm just we're saying... We're in bed like, by 8.30. Right. But if you drop a chip, pick up a chip. If you do this, you do, and if you do anything crazy on the air, throw the papers away. Just don't leave them sitting over there. Do that. You know, that stuff. Well, but, I mean, we'll, we'll probably have a nighttime pillow fight, so she's maybe afraid of, oh, of yeah. feathers everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. That, I didn't I even just, think about that. I justified. <laughs> and we do like to oil wrestle. Mm-hmm. Who would do that outside? I said, we'll do it outside. Easy cleanup. Easy cleanup. No, so so I, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna do it there. All I'm thinking is that's so far out. That what if, uh, yeah, the Wi-Fi goes out. It's it's. I don't know how to engineer anything. Do we have an engineer out there? Uh, to, again, it's like ah, it's all thing. Yeah. yeah. So I recommended uh, that because uh, you know, so the the morning show on ESPN they go up to Centene because they have a broadcast studio studio. At Centene, the Ice Center, up there with the Blues practice. So that there, so Randy and Carrie Davis will be up there. Uh, so it's us, it's Courtney, her show, Tim McKernan next door, and I guess Remy and Casey. Yeah. Oh, and and Ad and and uh, oh, John you Hewlett. Yeah. I said, let's all just do a giant like morning show broadcast. Where we're all broadcasting from one place, like from one place. Everybody's on at the same time. I mean, and cool. like everybody can kind of, everybody kind of, kind of hop over to everybody else's show. And it's one day, or could it be a week? Or I, I, I don't think it'd be a week. It'd be one, maybe two days. Yeah, I, I still like your idea of Cancun. I think that would be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> they're not going for that. Hmm. Yeah, somebody well, said, somebody said, passport. Somebody said, uh, somebody said, this is the perfect time to do that Riz Show cruise. Yeah, because it's that easy. Yeah, because hey we guys, get they're going to start next week. week. <laughs> Let's go ahead and anchors up. Get <laughs> anchors away. It, it always though, mm-hmm. it, with things like this around work, I feel like when we think it's going to be a day, it's going to be three. If we think it's going to be two, it's going to take five. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping maybe a day or two. But that, wouldn't that be fun just doing a broadcast, just all all the shows together? Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Just to even show that, hey man, here in the Hubbard Building, uh. We all get along. It's crazy. And we're here in St. Louis together. Yes. Live. Yes. Not like yes. some other Not like some other companies. The companies. Most of them. Pipe in their morning shows and uh-huh. stop it. From other places. <laughs> okay, yeah. Tim. Thanks. Broadcast from Bush Stadium. They're not using it right now. Hey-oh. Okay. 
Like it's if we get a, a place idea. like that, great idea. If if the Cardinals are willing to give up their their stadium for us, how cool would it be to do a broadcast at home plate? Yeah. Well, I mean, Polo has keys to the stadium. That's right. Listen, I would listen. I would continually be running the bases until somebody told of me course. to stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would be sliding in headfirst at home. Be, I mean, the whole oh, thing. I'm man. trying to think what would be a. And by the way, I didn't talk to anybody about this. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> coming up with this right now. Throwing it out there, like I didn't talk to Courtney or Tim. Or yeah, they or would be John down. Or. I guess. I think they would. Yeah, yeah. I know Courtney and Tim for sure. John Eulett, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's trouble. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Guys always cause that a problem. Always, right. always a stick in the mud, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. We have I to make sure fun. people know that we're joking, right? That you man is the greatest dude of, yeah, in the joking. history of ever. <laughs> Fine, you could, you know that Remy guy, man, what a jerk. Yeah. That's another one. Uh, another one. <laughs> no, Remy's awesome. He always gets my picks right. I like it. Oh, for real or fake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm going to be on his good side. So I don't know when this is going to happen, but I'm, 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 what, where can we do, where, we need a big place. Yeah. And there's also, like, the Ritz or something, you know, some the fancy Ritz. hotel. Yeah, we need a big place for all those egos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if there's a venue big enough. There might not be. We might need to get the dome or somewhere open air. We just might. I mean, we might. To get I'm, all the, I'm trying to think of. Let's like try a, not to think of anything downtown. By the way. Yeah, because I was to say like there's like that uh, uh, Frankie Martin beer garden out in Cottleville, but that's outside. It's gonna be it's dark gonna be when we get there. Dark and cold. Um, it's got to be an inside place. It's got to be an inside thing. Uh, I don't, you know, like, you know what also would be kind of fun is if we got a place like main event. Oh, where they have yeah. the bowling alley. They got all the video games. They've got the skills games. Perfect. Well, like Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's main event, like any of those Top places. Golf. Even like a oh, Top Golf would Top be golf. awesome. All right, I Top like Golf this. would be rad. Close man. to my house. <laughs> Which hole would be uh, broadcasting from? Yeah, we got to figure this out. It's going to be within the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And again, I got to talk to my fellow morning show people up and down the hallway. Here. Oh, they're cool, man. I they're think they, I think they'd be they'd be you know totally cool with it. And again, we don't know if it's going to be a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. But we'll we'll figure we'll figure it out. Because that's basically what the boss said. He goes, "Figure it out." Okay. Which makes you feel so much better, right? Oh, I mean, that man. just puts an end to the anxiety right there. What if we did it at Chuck E. Cheese? With the mouse, with Chuck Entertainment Cheese there. <sighs> Which location? It depends. All right, uh, Tony, if you would shut down the votes for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. So uh, yesterday, John Patrico was here, and we had three brand new ads, three brand new Craigslist ads, final new ads for the year. <laughs> That's it. So next week begins... Uh, the whittling down process till we get to one ad, the Craigslist Freak of the Year. So here's how it all shook out. Thank you for your votes yesterday via Twitter. In third place with 8.9% of your vote, it was nominee number one, Warner Brother. That is the uh, guy who wanted to live a life just like his brother did when he was in high school. Uh, you were to uh, look very young, wear mini skirt with no panties. You were going to go to the movies. They were going to do some heavy making out. And then you were going to have intercourse just like his brother did in high school. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, you're runner-up with 40.3% of the vote. You know what? 
relatively close today. 40.3 for the runner-up, uh, 50.8 for your winner. The runner-up was nominee number three, John Petwenko. That is the uh, guy <laughs> that is vacationing in Cancun, and him and his buddies were sitting around drinking, and they were wondering if they were gay. They could never tell because they never had sex with a man. You, while he's in Cancun, his family will be out on the boat. You will come over and have sex with him to see if he is gay or not. I mean, the title is Let's Try It Out. All right, and ladies and gentlemen, your official... Craigslist Freak of the Week. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. It was nominee number two, Belly Gorgon. Give me heels. Man for woman, Toronto, Canada. I'm late to the FET world, but I think I found my place. I recently went to an underground club for extreme FETs and discovered that I love being poked in my belly button. It makes my whole scrotum tingle. I can't get enough. I'm also into shoes and heels, too. So I want to put it all together. I'm not big into feet. It's the shoes. Heels really get me going. Shiny and strappy ones. Bring your weight to me, baby. If you're a big girl, I want you to bring your heels over and step on my belly and balls. The bigger, the better. Dig your heels right into my belly button. Make it painful, but please do not hurt me. And then work on my crouch. My crouch. I will tap out when I've had enough. I will be nude. So will you. Send a pic. Thanks. All right, there you go. That is Belly Corgan. We had a problem with the word crotch. Had a problem with the word crotch. But nailed in ad number two, pantalones. Yeah, crazy. With the accent and everything, pantalones. Pantalones. <laughs> all right, thank you all for your votes. All right, Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville from Festus, Missouri. I should say, lovely Festus, Missouri. Blake Tilly is out. Hey. Yeah. Oh, Blake, huh? Huh? Balake. Where is Balake at? Where are you? Uh, Blake has been listening to The Riz Show uh, for years, says the podcast is the best thing for long drives on vacation. Says The Riz Show always makes him feel like he's right there in the studio with us. And he says, Around the Horn is the funniest part of the show, which we need to do again, Around the Horn. Well, Blake Tilly from Festus is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com. Flash Riz. That key and peel sketch. D-Nice. Is there a D-Nice? Jay Quellen. Where's Jay Quellen at? <laughs> yes. I'm just re-watching Key and Peel because I never, I had not seen all of the episodes. Yeah. It's br- just absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, go back and watch those. Those are amazing. Brilliant. All right, uh, thank you. All right, podcast weirdos, it's Riz here with Pat from Mattress Direct, and it's amazing how far mattress technology has come from when I was a kid. Yeah, you're not kidding, man. Even when I was uh, starting out in the mattress business, there was, you know, a dozen models to pick from, and they were all fine, and everybody just dealt with it, right? Today, we've got the advancement in hybrid technology, cooling memory foam, stuff that takes the pressure off your body, improves circulation, so you stay asleep longer and sleep deeper, wake up feeling better, Mm -hmm. right? One of my new jobs is 
designing and developing mattresses with the guys at the Campbell Mattress Factory. They let me help on this Relaxopedic mattress. It's got built-in lumbar support. It's like the cooling memory foam that you see on TV, but it's like half the price. And it's like having good arch supports in your shoes, but for your whole back, it fits right to the curves of your body. Yeah, you're not sleeping well. And your mattress is probably the cause of you not sleeping well. You're waking up, you're in a bad mood, nobody wants to be around you. Get a new mattress. Yeah, man, we love the easy button, but instead of taking a pill, let's do a better night's sleep and sleep better so you feel better. And you'll just enjoy your life a whole lot more no and matter what. It's, it's going to pay off. Go see one of the sleep specialists at any Mattress Direct location, stlmattressdirect.com, stlmattressdirect.com. It's Keith Scott. I want to tell you about Heavy Smoke Barbecue. Just head over to heavysmokebbq.com, and if you've not gone by Heavy Smoke Barbecue and tried it yet, you have to right now because now, through October 10th, they have the Eat Like a King sandwich. It's absolutely delicious. It's incredible, and uh, it's named and made in my honor, so I'm very thrilled with that. Plus, if you guys go and you show up, guess what stays on the menu permanently? Eat Like a King. So go over there ask for it and you will be so stoked because it is absolutely delicious and it's made by the hands of the number one barbecuer in the world and that is Chris over at Heavy Smoke Barbecue. They are the number one barbecue on the planet so you're getting the best sandwich, the best food, the best sides all made from scratch. Plus if you go to heavysmokebbq.com check out their catering and get your family reunions or a wedding or whatever you want catered by them. They'll set up a custom menu. They're absolutely amazing over there. I love the folks at Heavy Smoke Barbecue. Go and treat yourself today. Eat the best barbecue in the world. Eat like a king at Heavy Heavy Smoke Barbecue, that's HeavySmokeBBQ.com. Hey, what up? It's Jay Farrell. You listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey. Have a good day. See you later. Ah! Welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, RizShow1057thepoint.com. Friday Fail Stories coming up. Real of Fake Results coming up. Was a surprise yesterday to me, but uh, we'll be having a guest stop by. Uh, Kevin Nealon. <laughs> Kevin Nealon's going to be here. Legend. SNL Kevin Nealon. It's so crazy to see to meet some of these people that I legitimately grew up watching and, and idolizing on SNL. I yeah. mean, it's 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 really awesome. Man, he's in so many great movies too. Like some of my favorites, like uh, Grandma's Boy, uh, mm-hmm. Billy Madison, Happy Dude, Gilmore. Was he in Billy Madison? No, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Happy, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Dude, what about Weeds? Weeds. Dude, Weeds Dude that show was shows. awesome. I, I, he was just so good. I, I, this is really going to be an honor today. Yes, he'll be here. And and by the way, second timer. Second timer. Second yeah. timer gets a second timer certificate. We can't forget that, Scott. It's all right here. All ready to go. All right. Printed, <laughs> He's going to love it. Yeah. He's One gonna day it's it. going to be in color. It's going to be nice. Uh, we'll also play <laughs> just two of us, give away some uh, fabulous prizes, including tickets for Halloween Friday night, October 28th over at the pageant. Better than Ezra, October 22nd over the pageant. And we have tickets for tomorrow night's AWOL Nation show with Badflower over at the pageant. Uh, yeah, just two of us, and we'll play with Donnie. Donnie will be the constant, so you'll be playing every round. Okay. Didn't you have fun playing yesterday's uh, lullaby game? Yes, but I, I got to tell you, I, I absolutely always feel bad when I don't do well at the games. I take them way too seriously. Well, That's all of us, man. So, so yesterday we played the lullaby game, and that's uh, Tony Fine's lullabized versions of hit songs. Mm-hmm. And there, I mean, there are CDs you could, my buddy gave me lullaby, like CDs of, it was Lullaby Metallica and Lullaby Tool and Lullaby Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, yeah. I think we had Queens of the Stone Age as well. Yeah. Which was amazing. Yeah. So it's like, you you would play this stuff as you're 
your infant is trying to go to sleep. Right. And there are songs that you enjoy, but lullabies versions. Right. Um, we should do a thing called, I don't know, King Scottized versions of songs. Yeah, we could do that. Meaning, so King Scott is uh, uh, has a series of videos that he's putting up onto uh, onto Instagram and Facebook. Is it Instagram or Facebook or both? It's on everything. Oh, yeah, it's on all, everything. All social media platforms where he sits down with an acoustic guitar and he uh, he plays a song. And sometimes you get the song right away. Other times you go, "What the hell is it? Are you on drugs?" No, no, no. This is good. I'm just a cover guy. Cover bands are good. This so is, what's it uh, called? King Scott. Uh, the hits with the King hits Scott. With King Donnie, Scott. don't don't look at the screen because it'll say the title here. Okay. But I think Riz, I'm th- if I'm picking up what you're putting down, you want me to play this and have Donnie guess what song it is. Yeah. Okay. So this would be the, the the fourth or fifth one you put up. Yeah, I think the fifth. One. The fifth one. Yeah, There's fifth a, one. He's done System of a Down's Chop Suey. You've done what else? I did that one. I did the Adele's Hello. Adele's Hello. Oh, I love this um, <laughs> Running Up the Hill. It's been released. Yeah, Run yeah, Up Kate the Bush. Hill. Uh, John Mayer's Daughters. Yep. So some of this good, some okay. great songs. So uh, here's yeah. the latest one from King Scott. It's the hits with King Scott. Hit it. King Scott breathing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. day, yeah. When you give some it's a day Oh Yeah, even flow <laughs> Got a horse and a butterfly Ooh, you don't know So he marries a new Gary Even flow Those Pearl Jam's even flow I think I need an MP3 of that for New Music Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone loves cover bands. I thought I'd join in on Drugs are bad. <laughs> I just like how on the, t- on, the, on the description it says, I have a real rocker for my latest The Hits With Me series, a new single called Evenflow by the band Pearl Jam from the moist town of Seattle. <laughs> is is this one I asked for an endorsement? Yes. Yeah. Seattle I, I hope moist. a guitar you company right. like I hope a guitar company like Seagull Guitars will sponsor me. <laughs> when they block you, I am gonna yeah. laugh. <laughs> well, that is a good description of Seattle. It is moist. It yeah. is moist most of the year. The beginning of that. The beginning of that song. I, I, just different. <laughs> yep, different. That's that's yeah. the word for it. Cover cover band. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, today is October 14th, back in the day 110 years ago, 1912. Theodore Roosevelt was shot in the chest in Milwaukee while campaigning for the presidency. Fortunately, the speech in his man breast pocket absorbed most of the bullet's impact, so he was able to go ahead with his scheduled appearance. The guy was shot and still gave a speech. That's Way cool. to go, Teddy. And I go, oh, I'm going to hang now. Way to go, Ted. I can't come into work today. Man was shot in the chest. Still gave a speech. Uh, 75 years ago, 1947, Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier and became the first person to ever fly faster than the speed of sound. 45 years ago, 1977, notoriously bad father Bing Crosby died at the age of 73. Yeah, apparently his kids hated him. Bing Crosby, not a nice man. It, it, it's, it sounded r- really awful. And I mean, that I, I just remember hearing the stories like when I was a kid of... Like, of like him 
hitting his kids with sacks of oranges. Yeah, something so like that, that it wouldn't so that it wouldn't leave marks or something along those lines. I guess right before he died, he recorded that song, the Christmas song with David Bowie. Uh huh. I know it was like during the summer they did it or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Bing Crosby was such a prick. Didn't like David Bowie. Didn't like the song. Was grumpy the entire time. But all you know is. Bing Crosby. White hey, Christmas guy. White Christmas guy. All right, 35 years ago today, 1987, if I said the name Jessica McClure. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's baby Jessica. Baby Jessica. Yeah, they got her. Baby Jessica, 35 years ago today, fell down the well. My favorite episode of uh, Rescue 911 ever. <laughs> I just oh, remember, yeah. That was was like that my, with William Shatner? Yep. That was like my favorite episode ever. And I also remember, for whatever reason, I had a book that I got in grade school that was an illustrated children's book about baby Jessica. And, like, it had, like, pictures of how, like, the baby would go into the pipe and all this stuff. Well, how big was the pipe? Not not big, not man. Big I think all. it was, like, less than three foot. Okay, the story goes, 18-month-old Jessica, Jessica McClure fell 22 feet down this well in Midland, Texas, and the nation watched as as the rescue workers tried to free her. And she was pulled from the well two and a half days later. TV viewers around the world were so moved by the 58 hours of hardship that they sent money to the girl, who inherited a trust fund of $1 million. Oh, good for her. And to this day, baby Jessica doesn't even remember falling down the well. What a great way to get retirement and not Just remember the painful well. act or anything. It's like, sweet, I did my job. I paid my dues. Oh, that's her now? That's her today. She looks a little different not in that well. Yep. She yeah. sure does, Tony. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what you look like not surrounded by a well. <laughs> That's so cool, man. Yeah, man, when they pulled her up, she was wrapped up in the bandages. And yeah. Dude, my mom mm-hmm. started bawling. Like, oh, she so was, she... Uh, the nation was gripped. Yeah. Uh, 28 years ago, 1994, Pulp Fiction debuts. My favorite movie of all time. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Uh, just, it's the best. Fit number one, huh? Number, absolutely number one. Uh, as a matter of fact, the summer after I graduated high school, or, or actually, I'm sorry, in that fall, uh, it was at the dollar store, or at the dollar movies at Cross Keys in North County where I lived, and we were poor. You know what I mean? Like, my friends and I at that time were poor, so like, I think like there was a month where we saw it like 15 or 16 ah, nice. times in the theater. Um, but I just I just love it. Yeah. I, you know, never saw movie. a movie that way, yeah. shot that way. You know where you... That's- that's your number one, huh? That That's my number one. What is Tony's number one? <laughs> it used to be something, but it's not anymore. I, oh, I, you I, changed it? Do I even know this? I don't know. I mean, what did you think my number one was? Uh, I thought... Don't you dare say any Fast and Furious. Yes, that, okay. that's, that, I'm sorry. Okay. I, that I was going to be my guess. <laughs> I know the joke is that <laughs> I'm obsessed with those movies. Two. No, my, my, my favorite movie used to be The Life of David Gale with Kevin Spacey. Yes. And I can't watch that anymore without going... Is it Shawshank? Shawshank's up there. My, I, If somebody said to me, hey, man, what's your favorite movie? I would probably say Breakfast Club. Really? Okay. That yeah. is very surprising. That is surprising That's to like, me. Well, a, a lot of it has to do with the fact that like, I was still pretty young the first time I ever saw it. We were hanging out at my buddy Mike Prosser's house. We were in the basement. I was hanging out with the older kids. It was like... It's more of like a memory for me, and when I watch it, I get that feeling that I did back then, and I was like, man, this oh, is that's awesome. a generational movie. Yeah, and I would think he would be the generation, like a generation after that, or yeah. two. Yeah. Dazed and Confused is also up there for me as one of my favorite movies of all time. What's yeah. Scott's favorite movie? 
Something starring Dwight Yoakam. No, let Not me get. Let, can guess. I try and guess? Can <laughs> I, try I, don't guess? I, I don't think I know this. I think I, I, think I want to. I think I have a decent guess here, and I don't know if this was a joke answer, but I remember you saying that Cannibal the Musical. Or something was like oh, one of your the South Park yeah. guys. What, did, don't it's you always say one, that's one of your movie favorite that movies? Other people have actually seen. Yeah, it's in my top twenty for sure. Cannibal is, but uh, no, he is said Dwight Yoakam, and that was very close. No Country for Old Men. Ooh, boy, oh boy, that's yeah. a good one. But Sling Blade or anything with Dwight in it, I'll watch that a million times. But so uh, yeah, No one? Country for Old Men is number okay. one. Okay, what do you think my number one is? Do you know? I think so. It's been, it's yeah, it's yeah. Been I know, I know, I know for sure. Oh yes, yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm gonna take a guess, but I don't, but I, but I don't even think it's a good guess. I, I would say Goodfellas. Ding ding. Yeah, you got it. I know my Riz. <laughs> I like it. Okay, uh, 16 years ago today, 2006, uh, opening up for Rascal Flats at Madison Square Garden, Eric Church goes off schedule, staying on stage way past his allotted time, so they throw his ass off the tour. And Eric Church at the time was not. The big country star he was today, opening up for Rascal Flats. Right, throw his ass off the tour. So they replace uh, they replace Eric Church with this kind of unknown little girl named Taylor Swift. Huh. I wonder how she turned out. Turned out all right. Fingers crossed. That's worked out for. Oh six was you know curly haired you know country Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen years ago today, uh, the world changed. Two thousand seven, the first episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians premiered. And 10 years ago today in 2012, a fellow named Felix Baumgartner jumped from the stratosphere and set a new world record for highest and fastest skydive. And I remember that video vividly of him getting up there and him kind of falling off the front. It was Everything. like a Red Bull thing or Everything something, was right? By Red yeah. Bull. Yeah, with the fisheye lens there. Yeah. Oof. Pretty badass. Balls of steel. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's all brought to you by Bright House Plumbing Company. Call the best flush to rest, 636-600-0188. Has anybody seen this story about the naked gun? No. no. Nobody's this seen it. This is very exciting. And so those one, would be one, one of those is in my top 10 for sure. Uh... Okay. So one of the funniest comedy franchises of all time, correct? Which, by the way, was on the other day. It was on either Showtime or or, or HBO. I had it on, and I called my son over, who's, you know, 13. I go, dude, you got to come watch this. He did not like it. It's heartbreaking when it happens. Yeah. And I guess it's, uh, like, to me, at his age, I, I was watching, hilarious. Yep. I, I but has he ever? Did he grow up watching Three Stooges or anything? Like no, it's okay. so slapstick. Yeah, slapstick is a whole different That's a art whole form. New it's art above. Form, yeah. It's above most people. So he does it. It's the highest form of art. What are you saying about my son? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Got him. So <laughs> he's a good boy. <laughs> Naked Gun is getting a reboot. A new movie is already in the works, and they have already cast the main star. I will give each of the people in this room one guess as to who is the new lead role in the next Naked Gun movie. I'm only saying this because of Fletch, but John Hamm. I think I got it. Kevin Hart. Ooh, Kevin Hart, so John Hamm. Ted Danson. Uh, he's too old. But he's got the white hair. He's got the whole look of... So we've got Kevin Hart. We've got John Hamm. We've got... Ted Danson, you guys are all incorrect. 
The star of the new Naked Gun movie is Liam Neeson. So same age as Ted Danson, pretty much? What? Liam Neeson. An interesting choice because his name is A, very similar. Yeah, to Leslie Nielsen. To Leslie Nielsen. And B, he is known for taking serious roles. Technically, Leslie Nielsen's big break in comedy wasn't until Airplane in 1980. He was a serious actor. Okay, think about Leslie Nielsen in The Naked Gun. He's not funny. Everybody's funny around him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You have to do it serious, and it's that's not a bad cast. You yep. have to be because he take. He's not very fun. Well, he's very funny. Right. But he's so not funny in the movies. Everything is funny around him, which makes it funny. Yeah. And that's damn. how that's the one of the rules of comedy. Either the the funny man, the lead, has to be ridiculous and everyone else is serious, or he has to be serious and everything else is crazy. Yep. So that's what it is. So this is yeah. not official from it's the not set. Terrible. I mean, this the, him Who's doing directing? Wow, him I doing like it this. doesn't say on this, but him him in the movie is 100% legit, okay? But this isn't official, but there's word that Neeson will play the son of Lieutenant Frank Drebin. Yes. Okay. So junior? Yeah, I, I don't know if it'll be a junior or not, uh, but he's going to play the son. From what it says here, it's going to be Seth MacFarlane and one of the um, Lonely Island guys. Then this is going to be a great the movie. Lo- one, the Lonely Island guy is directing it. I think mm. Seth MacFarlane has something to do with it. Awesome. This is okay. going to be yeah, this is going to be great. Yep, this is going to be great. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves has been a time-traveling rock star. I'm excited for this now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I flipped pretty I, quick on it. Once I knew yep. Seth MacFarlane and the Lonely Island guy. Was, yep. Hey, man, I just got excited about this. <laughs> uh, so Keanu Reeves, time-traveling rocker, an assassin. But he recently was on Kimmel, and he said exactly what superhero he would want to be if he joined the Marvel Universe. So if he was asked. If he was asked, and they said, Keanu, we love you. You get to pick whatever superhero you you want to be, and you will star as that superhero in the next Marvel movie. Who would you pick? I'm trying to think who would be left. Who's not taken up? Oh, hey man, no he, he could say, hey, he could say Captain America. They're looking for a new, you know, direction on that. Remember, with the multiverse, he could be whoever he wants or whatever sure. he wants. Uh, here's Keanu. So here's the thing. Ten-year-old Reeves would want to. I think he'd probably want to be Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. I thought Ghost Nick Cage. Rider. Nick Cage is already Ghost Rider. Right, but guess what? You can replace them. Nick Cage could be the Ghost Rider Nobody in this universe, you know? <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, they say that uh, the, the guys that are involved in the Marvel Universe, they say almost every single new movie they ask Keanu Reeves to be a part of it. Oh, really? Almost every single one. Either as a bad guy or as a support character. Every single movie they contact his people. No. Yeah, extra. (laughs) Have you seen the new Thor? I have not. You saw it, Scott, right? Uh, no, nothing. You saw it, Tony. No. I'm the only one that did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was I told I, c- I can't watch it until I get caught up on the Marvel stuff, oh, and I'm so man. far back that I think I just checked out totally. Well, I, I want to see it, but... I, I've, I've just... We've just got a little catching up to do, because we haven't seen Miss Marvel yet. We still haven't watched She-Hulk uh, and and the newest Thor. So we've got those three, but we got to do it because Wakanda... Uh, Black Wanda Panther forever, Two comes yeah. out in a month. I haven't, uh, I, I haven't seen a single episode of Wandavision. That's how far oh, back I am. Oh, that's buddy! So good. I know. Wow. I'm so far yeah, back. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna watch She-Hulk. 
It's definitely different. We watched the first watched episode. The first episode too. Yeah, and, and my daughter didn't dig it, but from like you know, you guys know Ray that we yeah, work yeah, with, yeah. Uh, Casey, and he is oh, Ray Ray. Yeah, that he he is just a comic book. I mean, encyclopedia, and he says that the show very much mimics the way that the comic was written back in the seventies, uh, and that you just have to kind of give it the go. Um, so we'll get there. I just haven't yet. Yeah. Do I need it to watch? The new Black Panther? I don't think that we will need it, but you know, man, there's always little things here Red and there. Oh, Red Crumb. Miss Marvel yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, and that's what I've heard. That's pretty good. You know? Yeah, She-Hulk's one of those where after you're done with the last episode, it gets really good. Lately, we've been hearing a lot of uh, negative stories about Bill Murray, okay? Yeah. And uh, here's another one. Rob Schneider was on a podcast. He was on with uh, Tim Norton and Sam Roberts. Jim Norton. Oh, this, I, 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 that's why it didn't make sense to me. This literally, the news story I read today said Tim Norton, and I was oh, like, Jim I guess Norton. it's something else. No, Jim Norton. Uh, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Unless it's Jim's brother, Tim, but I don't think he's going <laughs> to. And he's, and Rob Schneider said, and this was shocking to me, that Rob Schneider said that Bill Murray hated the cast of Saturday Night Live when he came back to host it. Now, if this is the Rob Schneider era, we're talking Rob Schneider, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, David Spade. I, I looked into this because uh, we have Kevin Nealon coming in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was in 1993 when Bill Murray was on with Rob Schneider and that cast. Kevin Nealon was part of that cast. Yeah. So we got a guy who was part of that cast in SNL yeah, who coming can, in today. Yeah, who can give us firsthand experience. Uh, Rob Schneider said that he almost felt like it was a seething rage and it was really obvious. It was also directed at two guys more than anybody else. And who were those two guys, Donnie? Uh Chris Farley Bingo. and Adam Sandler. Bingo. Both of them. Whoa. Nailed both of them. Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. Uh, Schneider uh, speculated that Bill maybe hated Farley because he saw him as another John Belushi. And that was a close friend that he watched killed himself with his out-of-control behavior. Which... And that's exactly what happened to, to Chris Farley. As for Sandler, he said, Bill just wasn't into the groove of it. You know, Adam Sandler was just committed to it, and Bill just wasn't really interested. Didn't like the humor. Yeah. And uh, Rob said Bill seemed to hate him the least, which he took great pleasure in. So. <laughs> Rob Schneider. I just bet you he's a dick. Rob Schneider? No. Or Bill Murray? Bill Murray. I, yeah. I, I feel like there's too many of these kinds of stories because I remember reading one about Richard Dreyfus during their their filming uh, of What About Bob? Yeah. And I, from what I understand and from what I read, that relationship between oh, Dreyfus both. and Bill Murray was a the, not The good. crazy thing is, is like you always hear these stories about Bill Murray and all the fun and the, all the cool things that he does. You know, he walked into a bar, grabbed somebody's french fry, took a bite and said, nobody will ever believe you and then left. Okay, you hear all those stories and then you start hearing stories like this and there's a small, tiny part of me that goes, this is his PR team putting well, out these fun stories to try and mask these stories that, hey, Bill Murray, this lovable character, kind of a I dick. the legend is greater than the person. It, I very much could be. But you know, man, I does he have, and I'm, does he have a PR person? Nope. See, I didn't think so either. He's I, got no manager. He's got none of that stuff. Yeah. Like, to, in order to track him down, you've got to go through a bunch of different channels just to get him to from call what, you. Yeah, from what we read, it was, he's got like a voicemail that he checks every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get in touch with him. Yeah. You gotta know the number. I don't know if that's true. Well, yeah. ask Kevin Nealon. He might know. He uh, know. Somebody else that's known as a very nice guy in Hollywood, Jack Black, uh, seems to be very, very nice when it comes to interactions with fans. He had an incredible interaction with a young School of Rock fan. The little boy's in a wheelchair. Jack squats down and finds out that this kid's favorite part of the movie is that bonus track called In the End of Time. And this is what happens. Hi, Abraham. I'm Jack. Nice what to you meet you. Yeah, <laughs> 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 
Jack Black? I have not. No, I haven't either. In case, no. in case you missed what was going on there, the little kid in the wheelchair said that, "Hey, the end of the the bonus track in the end of time is my favorite part." And Jack Black just immediately went, started singing it and mouth guitar in it. I love his mouth guitar work. It's the best. I always just want him to be healthy. He he balloons up and down when it comes to his weight. Yeah, he also I think doesn't do himself any favors sometimes with some of those beards and things. Oh, I, 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 I think that that sort of adds to it. But um, I do remember we did have Tenacious D come to the station in the old building uh, when Eric Schmidt was still here, and Eric they did a point fest interview. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this was a different time because they were playing at the American Theater, and he said that both Jack and KG were amazing. Oh, we, like we're so <laughs> sweet and so wonderful to, <laughs> we, to be we had around. Kyle Gas on the show. And it was probably one of the more bizarre interviews we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would believe that. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? Kind of that guy. Um, new th- new in theaters this weekend, we have Halloween Ends. It is the last of the Jamie Lee Curtis Halloween saga. Uh, it's rated R. Critics, 46%. Audience, 61%. So, it's a Halloween movie, man. If you like it, you're going to love that stuff. If you don't like the Halloween movies, probably ain't going to like it. The other movie that's uh, getting a limited release is a movie called Till. Uh, This is an emotionally devastating true story of one of America's most notorious hate crimes, the murder of 14-year-old Emmett Till. This right now, again, limited release, but it is at 100% from critics. Uh, New music out today. A very Backstreet Christmas from the yes. Backstreet Boys. Finally. It is their first Christmas album. Also, a uh, return of the Dream Canteen from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, Being Funny in a Foreign Language from the 1975. Tove Lowe's got a new album out. Sleeping with Sirens. And a album called The Gang's All Here from Skid Row. Hey, you going to talk about that, uh, that horror movie? Yeah. Yep. Because I know, you know, your Lady Mary is really into horror movies. Exceptional. So I wonder if she's heard of this. Okay, so there was a cult movie that came out a couple years back, I think 2016, called Terrifier. And it was about a killer clown. Okay, okay. a sadistic killer clown. Now, if you're looking for something that's really disturbing to watch this year, Ter- Terrifier 2 apparently is that movie. It started to roll out in theaters last week. And it is very graphic. It is very disturbing. And there are reports, and believe what you want, that people are throwing up and passing out in the theater while this movie is showing. One person posted a picture of their friend being treated by paramedics and said, my friend passed out at the theater. They had to call an ambulance. Highly recommend this movie. Another said, the guy behind me passed out cold and crashed into my chair. Another guy left because he didn't feel good, and I overheard him saying while he was walking out the theater door, oh, my God, I have to puke, and then he threw up in the bathroom. See, it could all be hype. It could all be the marketing but, team. This happens but a lot. It's happening. Scary movie releases. They were like, "It's the scariest one ever." People are passing out. Blah blah blah. Now, now, and audience, this happens. Also, say recommended. All right, over 250 audience scores on Rotten Tomatoes. 91 percent critics. Over 24 critics have reviewed this movie. 88 percent. And for Dang. a horror movie like this, critics usually would tear it apart, and the audience score would be huge. 88. That's fantastic. 88 to 91. Honey, I will not go see that movie with you. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Out, Absolutely. Nope. Shut it down. Somebody else. 
Uh, there's a new documentary coming out that I know at least all of us would be interested in. It is called Let There Be Drums, and it features several famous drummers. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, Ringo Starr, Chad Smith, uh, Mickey Hart of the Grateful Dead. The movie is de uh, directed by filmmaker, uh, is it Justin Kreutzmann? Oh, uh, Bill, Bill Kreutzmann's son, son yep. from the Grateful Dead. Uh, it's going to be released in theaters and uh, Prime Video and Apple TV Plus October 28th. So Give me all of the music documentaries. Yep. Give them so, to what me. What was the last good one you saw? Uh, uh, all I Can Say, the uh, Shannon Hoon documentary. Oh, what is that on? I haven't seen that. Oh, buddy. It's on, uh, I saw it on Apple Plus. Um, I had to rent it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so uh, apparently Shannon Hoon carried a video camera around with him everywhere. I yep. You That's know what? Great. I, I saw they were putting this out. I didn't realize it was out yet. Brother, you got us. It is so good. And and, and I'm gonna just. I know you're gonna go on, but no, no, you're good. He is to me. One of the most undervalued and underrated voices of the 90s. That guy could sing his ass off. And, boy, I just loved him so much. But it's a really great documentary. Oh, that's awesome. I would definitely. Yeah. The thing that I love is about, like, music documentaries like that. I am not a fan of Blind Melon. I'm not a fan of Shannon Hoon. But I will watch that and then probably become a fan of Blind yeah. Melon. You know? Kind of happened with me and the Eagles, man. I'm not a big Eagles guy, but I watched that documentary and loved yeah. it. And was so fascinated yeah. by it, you know? Yep. Did you I watch the watching... Morissette one? Jagged? No, man, I didn't because I thought that she had come out and said that the way that HBO put that together, that she would, that she did not approve of it. So uh, I didn't watch that. It was good. I mean, uh, you know what? I couldn't make it through. I couldn't make it through the Moby one. I didn't even try. I tried that one. Oasis... They had a documentary come out. Yes. That's I, pretty damn good. I actually bought that one. That one's called Definitely Maybe. Yes, I got the Blu-ray of that one. It's amazing. Yeah. I, the one I've been watching is, uh, I haven't finished yet, but it's Guar. Their new one that just oh, came out on yes. Shudder. Oh, wow. It's, and you get seven free days of Shudder, so that's why <laughs> you can watch it on there. But, uh, yeah, that's a pretty awesome one. You obviously saw the Woodstock 99 one, right? Uh, I have not seen the the Netflix one. I saw the HBO one. So I still Netflix have to see the one good is one. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I just haven't had time yet to sit down. I got two quick things here. Okay. Number one, Carrie Underwood has a song about running her keys down the side of his car. It's the ultimate revenge song, right? Mm -hmm. It's the ultimate, you cheated on me, I'm going to get back at you Classy. song. But she's got nothing on garbage singer Shirley Manson. Oh, oh this is going to change. You said this is going to change my opinion of her. I already hold her in high esteem. Okay. When she was 18 years old, she did a little more than slash some truck tires. She says, quote, I took a crap on a cheating boyfriend's breakfast cereal. Kaka. I'm not ashamed. I'm proud of it. On his breakfast cereal? On it. The way that this story is written is that she did that in his bowl of cereal. Like, onto the table and did it. Oh, boy. What was he eating? Cocoa Puffs? I don't had know. had Cocoa Puffs, man. I, I, not Lucky I, Charms. I'm sorry here. This, I still think she's awesome. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think she's, are you, are you, from here on, from here on out, all I'm going to see is her like Yadier Molina on the kitchen me table. Too. <laughs> me too. That's all I could picture. All I picture is jumping up on the table that is and doing all that. all I could picture. I just think the dude probably deserved it. That's all. That's fine. That's fine. But I mean, I don't care what are we he doing? deserved it or not. All I'm imagining now is Shirley Manson, probably one of the most gorgeous women I've ever interviewed in my life. <laughs> Stunningly gorgeous. Doing that. Yep. That's it. Damn it. That's it. <laughs> Well, here, hi, here's, a, here's a palate cleanser, Riz. Uh, some people love Halloween. Some people love watching movies with their kids. 
So here are the best Halloween movies that you can watch with your kids. I've got 10 of them, and I'll fly through the list here. Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween is not on this list. That was pretty good. You see that one? Loved no. it. From last year? No. Oh, that's Donnie, Halloween. it's fantastic. It's uh-huh. so stupid, but it's so fantastic. Oh, okay, no. I, I Watch it. You'd like it. You really yeah. would, All man. Right. Uh, so number 10 on this list is Coraline uh, from 2019, The Nightmare Before Christmas in 1993. Yep. Is that a Christmas movie? Is it a Halloween movie? Still debatable. It could be both. Yeah. It could be. 1984's Gremlins comes in at number eight. Yeah. Uh, 1995, Christina Ricci, Casper. Casper, uh, the friendly ghost. Yeah. In 2005, uh, Tia and Tamara Maori are in a movie called Twitches, where they're twin witches. How about, uh, is, is Adam's Family on there? The Adam's Family from 1991, also Adam's Family Values and Adam's Family Reunion all made the list, and they combined them all at number three. The cartoon that recently That's what it says. is good. It says the 2019 uh, cartoon uh, will also be That's added to this good. list. Um, number five, 1984. Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters, yep. Uh, number four is a movie from the Disney Channel. It also has three sequels. Came out in 1998. I hear a lot of people talking about this. This was a little bit past my time, but uh, Halloween Town. Oh, I don't know that okay. one. Okay. Uh, number two is from 1988. Uh, hint. This one does have some swearing, including <gasps> an F-bomb. Ooh. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice. Yes. Uh, before I tell you number one... They did want to make note that uh, it's very interesting that Rob Zombie's new Monsters movie did not even make this list. Like, they're saying it's so bad, don't even watch it. Like, it did not even make this list. It just doesn't look good, man. No, they're saying the it is... The trailer did not sell that for and, No. And, yeah, and people are saying that have seen it, they're saying that this is, like, nice try, Rob, but we've missed the mark here. It's a Rob Zombie movie, it's a Monsters reboot, but we've just missed a lot. Is... I have not heard anyone talk about his movies in a very positive sort of way. I like Does House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, so I there like is that. fans I, out there. Okay. I love, I absolutely love, what was the sequel? Uh, it was House of a Thousand Corpses, and then it was, and then it was the, yeah, the seven. Yeah. But what was the middle one? It wasn't like Dawn of the Dead, but it was something like that. Okay, I was just curious. Because yes. I had just heard so many people say poor things about his movies that you wonder, like, are they making their money back? And, that sort of thing. And by the way, Beetlejuice, love that movie. Wait, there's just one F word in it when he kicks the, you know, nice F and Devil's model. rejects. Devil's rejects. Yeah. It was pretty unnecessary for him. I'm not a prude or anything, but it was pretty unnecessary for him to say the F word there. I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm not a movie writer. Uh, <laughs> number is awesome. Number one on this list, uh, the original came out in 1993. The sequel came out in 2022. Sequel in 2022. When was the original? The came? original was 1993. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, number one on this list. Full list and a ton of other titles uh, can be found on the blog right now, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Yeah, I didn't see Hocus Pocus. Could I just jump right into number two? I do not think you can. (laughs) I think you have to Hocus Pocus and then Hocus Pocus 2. All right, uh, uh, birthdays, Donnie. Okay, I didn't know if I if I got the cue from. I know you were pointing at me, but I didn't. Yeah, and then he, yeah. The, Sorry, hey, hey, hey. The next time, it's this, Donnie. Yeah. All right, yeah. very good. All right, uh, celebrating birthdays uh, today and this weekend. Detroit Lions quarterback uh, Jared Goff is 28. Comedian Jay Farrow is 35, and a friend of the Riz Show. Yes. As a matter of fact, uh, former WWE wrestler uh, Stacy Keebler is 43. Usher is 44. Natalie Maines from the Dixie Chicks is 48. Shaggy Tudo from Insane Clown Posse is 48. ESPN Loudmouth Stephen A. Smith is 55. And fashion designer Ralph Lauren is 83. On Saturday, celebrating birthdays, uh, Chef uh, Emil 
Lagasse, Emerald Lagasse, sorry, uh, is 63. Uh, Tony's favorite Jackson, Tito Jackson, is 69. Right. And Richard Carpenter from the Carpenters is 76. Celebra celebrating birthdays on Sunday. Uh, Philadelphia Philly uh, outfielder Bryce Harper is 30. John Mayer is dreamy and 45. So Mudvayne dreamy. singer Chad Gray is 51. Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers is 60. Actor Tim Robbins is 64. Bob Weir from the Grateful Dead turned 75. Suzanne Summers is 76. And former Cardinal broadcaster Tim McCarver is 81. And those uh, are your celebrity birthdays. You know what? When I see that Flea is turning 60 on, on Sunday, it makes me go, huh? <laughs> my heroes are now in their 60s. I don't like it. All my musical heroes growing up are getting up there in age. Huh. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Savannah Sampson. Today's birthday girl has been in 168 fine films, including Asquake, Band in Kentucky, Cotton Panties, Half Off, Debbie Does Dallas Again, Gaga for Gangbangs, In the Heat of the Milf Moment, hey Spanky Very Much, The Whore Next Door, and Who Could Forget Her Role in 2005's Kiss Me Stupid. <laughs> Savannah Sampson is 55 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those were your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back, and we'll give away some stuff. We are playing just the two of us. So Donnie is the one that's going to play every round. So you guys on the phone will have to pick another ratio member, myself, Tony, or King Scott. Tony's going to give us five questions. We answer our five questions. If three of our five match... Our person on the phone wins their choice of prizes while supplies last. I know we have one pair of tickets left for tomorrow night's A1 Nation show. Just two of us next. If you are suffering from facial pain, drainage, pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to take control. It's time to figure out what's going on with you. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center. With their balloon sinus dilation procedure, it's easier than going to the dentist and it's proven to be as effective as traditional sinus surgery. Not to mention that traditional surgery, it's very painful. Take control. 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF or stlsinuscenter.com. Don't be complacent. Make the call. Make a change because there's an option for you. Feel better and have a better quality of life. Hey, it's Moon here and more good news for you from our friends over at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally owned and family owned since 1976. Now through October 31st at all 42 Dobbs store locations, when you buy three select Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth Cooper tire absolutely free. That's right, absolutely free. When you buy three select in-stock Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth tire free. Better yet, you can enjoy even bigger savings on your new set of Cooper tires up to $70 more when you combine your buy three get the fourth free deal with one of two other October Cooper tire rebates. Be sure to click on go to Dobbs.com for all the details. Then drive in and let Dobbs professional team of tire technicians expertly install your new Cooper tires. And when you're on the Dobbs website go to Dobbs.com be sure to check out all of Dobbs fantastic October deals on expert auto service. With money being so tight for all of us if you need new tires and you need them now don't miss out on the Cooper Tires Buy 3 Get the 4th Free Saving Special where from the good people and good business neighbors over at Dobbs. Make plans to go to Dobbs.com or one of Dobbs' 42 convenience store locations today. Roman Atwood, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Is uh, Roman Atwood making videos anymore? Uh, I don't know. Let me look. So 
where somebody like uh, threatened his family or something like that. He had a stalker. Oh, yeah, a bad stalker. I don't know if he stopped making videos. He was when it came to YouTube for a while. He was the thing growing out with. Yeah, he's still making stuff. He, oh, yeah. posted one, he posted a video a month ago. It's got 1.4 million views. Yeah. Now it's that Mr. Beast guy. You know much about him? I don't know. His, he's, he's, I think, the guy. Right now he is, right yeah, now. for sure. Mr. Beast. He's a guy that would randomly give people like $100,000. Uh, he did a thing, and I don't know the completion of it, and I don't know if it's over or if it's still going on, but he did a competition where he gave a guy who's got a family, he's got three kids, a wife, he gave him this opportunity, put him in a field, he drew a circle. Like, it was a big circle. They put a house in the middle of it. It was a big circle, and that guy had to, once he walked into the circle, could not leave for 100 days. If he did it, he got $500,000. Huh. And I don't know if it's still going on or if the guy ended up doing it or not. But, like, inside the house, it was like there was a scientist who figured out this is exactly how much food you need to survive to survive for 100 days. Jeez. This is exactly wow. the amount of clothes yeah, that you need for 100 days. Wow. But, yeah, he's the, he's the hot, you know, when it comes to YouTubers, that's the hot, the hot guy. All right, let's uh, give away some stiff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh And uh, speaking of houses, uh, today's giveaway sponsored by... T.R. Hughes. If you want to move in ready home and get $25,000 off, go online, trhughes.com. We are playing just the two of us. <laughs> Donnie is the constant, so Donnie's playing every round, but you guys on the phone will pick another Riz Show member, myself, King Scott, or Tony Patrico. Tony will then ask five questions. We'll write our answers down. And if we match three of our five answers, you guys win the prize. Simple as that. You need a pen, Donnie? I got it. Okay, good. We had three over here that didn't work. All right, we should get a patient zero. I, be if, I believe so. If nobody matches, if we get zero matches, patient zero wins. Okay. Donnie, pick a line one through six. Four. All right, line four uh, crew in St. Genevieve is patient zero. So hang on the line. All right, let's go to the phones and Amber and Afton. Good morning, Amber. Hey. All right, pick somebody. Uh, is Tony taken? Tony is available. I'll take Tony. All right, Tony Will and you? Donnie. Just the two of us. Here we go. Hey, Donnie. Hey, man. A Canadian hockey team. Got it? A city in Connecticut. Something brown. A word that rhymes with hat. And a piece of jewelry. Are you ready, Donnie? Oh, yes. Donnie's ready. Tony's ready. King Scott, you want to count it down? I definitely do. Right, you'll be the counter. Playing for Amber. Here we go. A Canadian hockey team. Three, two, one. Canadians. Canadians. Lucky guess. One for one. A city in Connecticut. Three, two, one. Bridgeport. Bridgeport. Wow. I, I don't know why I picked, <laughs> picked that. That's why the only one I could think Connecticut? of. Connecticit. I, and I couldn't I just think of Hartford. I just randomly, I Hartford. So every once in a while, I just ran, like, hey, a city in Texas. This was Connecticut. It's a state, is it not? Oh, it is, yes. Thank you. Currently. <laughs> uh, something brown. Three, two, one. Chocolate. Bear. I went with Shirley Manson's cereal topper. I said UPS. <laughs> That's good, That's too. What could Brown do for you? 
<laughs> you got to sweep out here, guys. A word that rhymes with hat. Three, two, one. Bat. Whoa. I thought, Sorry, Amber. I thought that was going to be a... Sorry, Amber. Right, Just for fun now. A piece of jewelry. Three, two, one. Bracelet. Okay. Nailed it. Canadians won, and then we <laughs> fell off. Hey, hey. Wheels fell off of that one. <laughs> All right, Christian. Hello. Yo. All right, pick somebody. A Sorry, I just almost started reading the answer to questions. All right, so Donnie, you and I. All Hang right. on, Christian. All right, a yeah. subject in school. Mm -hmm. Something that is only good hot. Ooh, wait. Mm. Ah, that's, that's a tough one. Uh, okay. A famous Dave. A soap opera. A grunge band. I I tell you what, I ain't feeling good about this, Donnie. But I bet it sucks because I think we'll get one right. And patient zero will even lose. I bet me and you match on more than you think. Okay. I, I had a problem with the second one, but okay, let's let's go. Scott, you got it down. Alrighty. A subject in school. Three, two, one. Math. Okay. That's what I had too. Something that is only good hot. Three, two, one. Coffee. Soup, Soup is what I put I down. I couldn't think of ice, anything. Ice coffee. I'm drinking an iced coffee too, which is crazy. <laughs> I was gonna say tea, but I, I like iced tea. And I was gonna I was gonna say seafood, but I like shrimp cocktail sometimes, yep. and that could be cold. Soup was the only thing I thought. Soup was, that was the, it. That, that was, was the answer. answer. That was it. The only idea bouncing around up there. Hot By chocolate. The way, just wait till this random Dave I say here. Okay. A famous Dave. Three, two, one. Winfield. <laughs> you said Winfield. You said Grohl. I said Chappelle, but originally I wrote down Murray. <laughs> I say Dave, Dave Thomas, too. Oh, God, Dave Thomas Dave from Murray. Wendy's. Yeah. Why could I not think of another Dave? <laughs> Winfield is the best. I That's, love that. I'm <laughs> just going to say this right now. That's the Who's right on the phone? Christian? I'm just going to say this right now. Christian, you didn't pick poorly. You picked very poorly. No, no. <laughs> because you know Riz is just I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. The next, we we got to get the next two right. Okay. You, yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. You I just here. looked down here. You're right. I'm taking back what I just said. We got said. a shot here. A soap opera. Three, two, one. Days, Days of, of Our, our lives. lives. Yeah. Now, this is... You guys should get this. You should. Absolutely, we should. Well, there's more than one grunge band, You should band, get though. this. We should get you this. You should All get right. this. Right. A grunge band. Three, two, one. Nirvana. Nirvana. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Tony's a naysayer. Christian, hey. winner. Hang on. I would. I did not match with you guys. Pearl you Jam? Pearl Jam? Yep. Yeah, but if you think of the grunge band, I mean. I See, when you say the grunge band, I think Pearl Jam. They are a grunge band, probably top. And I and I think yeah. the reason that they are so fresh of mind and they are always that's the grunge band I think of is because they're still around. That makes sense. Nirvana's still around on my Spotify account. Okay, then that's not. <laughs> I didn't ask you that. Uh, let's go to Austin. Hello, Austin. Hey, how we doing? Doing uh, doing all right. Pick uh, pick somebody. Oh, uh, Riz, let's go again. Hey, let's, let's do it again, man. All right, <laughs> hang on, Austin. And here we go. A St. Louis landmark. A candy with nuts included. A 
a character on the show Friends. A condiment that you put on a sandwich. And finally, a man's name that starts with the letter C. Okay. Standing up. Okay, Donnie. Feeling We're, good? Yeah, no, except for the, the condiment one because I'm pretty sure that you hate this condiment. But we'll see. I'm pretty sure. I realized so that know, after the fact. Just so you know, when he said that, just so you know, I did not change my answer. Didn't change a single thing. Didn't change a single thing over there. Oh, I, I, hey, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt you. There's anything about the purity of this game. I am. <laughs> it will not be tarnished. Is everything. Here we go. A St. Louis landmark. Three, two, one. The arch. arch. A candy that has nuts. Three, two, one. Payday. Snickers. Right. I wrote down payday and changed You're it right. to Snickers. You're right. It should be Snickers. If Damn you were it. playing with me, payday would have been what, I, what you went with. A character on the television show Friends. Three, two, one. Ross. Joey. Oh, the answer is Donnie. Ross. Joey. Joey. A condiment that you put on a sandwich. Three, two, one. Mayo. mayo. Okay. Uh, the only okay. reason I, I hate mayo, but the only reason, because I, I thought you put mayo. All right. All right, great. Got to get this right. Ooh, Austin. I, I honestly think that there is one answer to this and only one answer. And I know there's many male names with a C, <laughs> but in my mind, there's only one. A man's name that starts with the letter C. Three, two, one. Chris. Carl. And I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I could not think of a single man's name that started with the letter C except for, what's up, Greg? That's it. Craig. I couldn't think oh, of Craig or Chris. Those completely, you know, random names that no one has. I They, they didn't come. But Carl Weathers was the first Carl, name that, that popped up in my Carl head. I thought Carl, too, but you could also do Carl with a K. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yep. You're right. Corey would have been a good one. Yep. Damn it. Well, we blew that one, Donnie. Uh, hi, Sorry. Melissa. Uh, Happy birthday, Rick. Thank you. Pick somebody. Let's go with you again. Okay. Third, time's, Third time's a charm. Thank you, Melissa. Hang on. All right, Donnie. All right, here we, here go. we go. A honeymoon spot. A famous action star. A store that you can buy yarn. A number one through five. A WNBA team. I want the, like, mascot, not the city. Standing up. Okay, Donnie, here we go. Let's do this for Melissa. A honeymoon spot. Three, two, one. Cancun. (laughs) I don't have a good feeling about this, Riz. (laughs) A famous action star. Three, two, one. Arnold. A store where you can buy yarn. Three, two, one. Hobby Pottery Lobby. Barn. Wow. And I'm over here writing Michaels. It, uh, Walmart. Pottery Barn, you can buy... I don't know, man. Pottery I, Barn, I thought, is furniture. I, 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 and barn stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying it was a good guess. It was just a guess. <laughs> uh, a number one... Th- you guys didn't win, by the way. A number yeah, one through five. Three, two, one. Four. Three. Oh, Patience yep, Zero's got a it. shot here. Woo. Patient Zero has a shot here. Uh, a real shot. 
a WNBA team. Three, two, one. Liberty. Storm. Hey, congratulations to uh, crew. Nation Zero. Yeah. Crew, congratulations. Zero. The Storm is the only WNBA team I could think of. I know there's Sparks. the Sparks. LA Sparks. Is it Sparks or Spark? I think it's the Sparks. Yeah. The Los Angeles the New Sparks, York Liberty. New yeah. York Liberty. The Lynx. Lynx. Uh, it's the Minnesota Lynx, right? Yeah. I, think, I thought so. Because I thought Hold it on. was. I'm going to look it up right, right now. One more, one more, uh, one more contestant here. Uh, Buddy Tom, hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. All right, pick somebody. Um, Tony. Tony. Dude, there Tony are so many WNBA teams. Los okay, I'm just going to name the names real quick. I'll just fly through. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you what city they are. Sparks. L.A. Yep. Lynx. Minnesota. Yep. Sky. Uh, Phoenix. Yep. Austin. Colorado. Ch Chicago. Chicago is one of them. Seattle. Storm. Seattle. Mystics. Sounds like a Pennsylvania team. Washington. Okay. Aces. <laughs> New York. Uh, Vegas. Vegas. Mercury. Space. Phoenix. Phoenix. Sun. Sun. Connecticut. Florida or Connecticut. Wings. The Wings. Oh, this one's an easy one. Detroit. Dallas. Mm -hmm. Fever. Uh, where's the town? Is Chattanooga. Say? Indiana. Mm -hmm. Dream. Indiana. Atlanta. Uh -huh. Liberty. New York. Comets. The Comets. It's got to be a southern Portland. team. Houston. Shock. Uh -huh. Shock. Uh, Sacramento. Detroit. Uh, Monarchs. Festus. Sacramento. Seoul. Uh, New Orleans. Miami. Miami, yes. Fire. <laughs> say South Korea? Yeah, yeah. That's a good... Fire. Uh, yeah. Dallas. Portland. Oklahoma. Stars. Stars. Oh, we got this. Dallas. Oh, nope. Hollywood. Los Angeles, California. Uh, San Diego. San Antonio. Oh, oh you're right. San and then for some reason on this list of WNBA teams, it also has the Oregon Ducks women's basketball team. That's college team. <laughs> All right, so it's, it's Donnie and Tony here. All right, here so, we go. Here we go. A color of Starburst. A classic video game. A very famous radio broadcaster. That's right. A song from the band Korn. Donnie, I picked a random word here. I want you to find a word that rhymes with crests. Crests. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things. Okay. Easy there, Donnie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can get a win for Buddy Tom here. A color of starbursts. Scott. Three, two, one. Red. Orange. What's your favorite Starburst uh, flavor? Uh, probably orange. Orange, orange tastes like a like a creamsicle. Yep. Pink is not bad. Red is the correct answer. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say orange. Uh, a, a classic video game. Three, two, one. Mario Super Brothers. Mario Brothers. Yep. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Yep. A uh, very hey, hey, sorry. A very famous radio broadcaster. Three, two, one. Jared Howard Stern. Funk. Riz. Yep. I, thought that. I was going to say me. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no way here. 
a song from the band Corn. Three, two, one. Blind. Blind. Oh. Whoa. Well, I didn't see that coming. Here. Yeah, because ah. we're totally. <laughs> a word. A word that rhymes with the word crest. Three, two, one. Breasts. Breasts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Congrats, Thank buddy you. Tom. Hang on. Right, that's how you do that. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back. We have your Friday fail stories. One of my favorite things. And then you go, oh, man, we're still on the uh, on the air, huh? Hey, by the way, we'll start Friday Fails with a uh, with a cool mob. I mean, very cool mob. Very cool mob. Folks, time for your Friday Fail story. Yeah, so, Donnie, all these people thought they had the perfect plan, but somewhere along the line, boy, went completely sideways. What happened? Well, it became an Uber, an ultra, dare I say it. I'm going to say it, Scott. Go. Failed. <laughs> Tony, are you going to pass out? No. Okay, I thought you were going very hard on that. No, I, I, tried, to change. Right. I tried to change. I think, I think, I think <laughs> when I changed, I think that uh, that really screwed me up. I don't like that. Sorry. We Riz all give it 100%. Riz has been go, known Patrick. to go hard in the paint. The hardest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your Friday Fail Stories is sponsored by Moritz Royce Jewelry Online at NinjaBling.com. Guys, we got a cool mom alert here. All right. Yep, that's right. Cool mom. So, how old should you be before you can get a tattoo? Uh, 18. Most states say 18, but. Uh, or 16. Couple, couple states like Kansas and Florida, it's 16 with a parent's permission. And Idaho, Idaho says eh, 14 is enough. So why not 10, right? Why not it 10? Makes sense. Oh, why not 10? This is something a kid will want for the rest of his why, life. Yep. <laughs> yeah. A woman in upstate New York is facing charges after she let her 10-year-old kid get a tattoo on his forearm. And it's not even a cool tattoo. It's just his first name in big block letters, Grace. seven inches long. Oh seven my inches long. God. Oh my god! It's his whole forearm. You said seven inches long. I mean, that's like this. That's long. not that big. Oh. oh. Then, oh. <laughs> New York does not allow tattoos for minors, even with parents' consent. So you can't get one at seventeen, let alone ten. He got it in a hotel room, not even a legit tattoo parlor. What an idiot. Who does this type of stuff? Wait, I'll tell you who. Cool mom. And, and I mean, like, who gets a tattoo before you turn 18? Just like wait until you're 18 and get a tattoo. Tony and especially did. it's somewhere that's not a you tattoo parlor. Oh. It's a guy he met off an of AOL chat room up in Washington. <laughs> in his basement. <laughs> in his basement. <laughs> that's why it's Tony Hepatitis Patrico. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was wondering how he got that nickname. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> anyway, the kids uh, the kids' school found out after he asked the nurse to rub some Vaseline on it while he was still healing. <laughs> <laughs> and did the mom get mad when the nurse said no? I bet you she did. By the way, how many times have you said that? Rub some Vaseline on it for me. See, this is why ten year olds shouldn't get tattoos. Vaseline could make your tat fade kid. Moisturizer is better. We all know that. Mm -hmm. uh, the mom is 33. She got arrested last Tuesday. Is facing charges for endangering the welfare of a child. Uh, the kid and an older sibling were both placed with protective services. I don't know if she's going to get them back yet or, or what the whole deal is. Failed. And by the way, the tattoo artist should be arrested as well. 
They have not been able to find him yet. It's situations like that that I honestly wonder, like, what Mary would do. Because she, she, I mean, she worked for the state for a number of years. Yeah. And I, and she's seen some things. And I just wonder what her reaction hmm, to that I one wonder. would be. I <laughs> right. <wonder. laughs> I think she'd probably beat her with a sack of nickels. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, Northeastern Law School is embarrassed after sending uh, more than 4,000 prospective law students acceptance letters accidentally. Ooh. Oh. Can you imagine? I can't even. I'm, I feel bad. Like, oh, my God. Fail. First to go to college. I got in. Ooh, we're going to need that letter back. It's it's that uh, it's that uh, the movie Accepted. Do you remember the movie Accepted, where they create the fake college? They create the fake college. Was that with Jonah Hill? Justin Long, Jonah Hill, yeah, Lewis yeah. Black. Lewis Black is yeah, the quote unquote principal. That. Yeah, me wow. too. So they create this fake college, and they want to convince their parents that it's legit. So they make the website, and they make the website active, and all these kids apply, and everybody gets accepted into the college, and they all just show up. I'm assuming that this is kind of what they felt. Yeah, because- this, the school called the email blast a technical error and a yeah. quick follow-up email, adding, the school of law Crazy. deeply regrets this unintended mistake and is taking steps to ensure that it will not happen in the future. Uh, Northeastern said a rep uh, would reach out to each, per- each person who received the email, too. You got a lot of phone calls to make, Carl. Oh, man. You done messed up. Okay, this one uh, could have ended badly, but thank God there's a little comedy to go along with this. I got to actually get the... Uh... So could have ended, ended, ended bad, very but poorly, has some comedy. But, but has some comedy to it. So you okay. worry about kids swallowing stuff, but normally when they're toddlers, not teenagers, right? So a 13-year-old kid uh, near Houston named Jonathan... He was supposed to be packing for a camping trip, but instead he decided to annoy his mom by standing next to her while chewing on a dog toy. And he was making a squeak, and she told him, hey, knock it off, but he wouldn't do it. So she tried to grab it, and that's when Jonathan ducked to get away, and he accidentally swallowed the noisemaker from the dog toy. The little white squeaker in the toy got lodged in his esophagus. And he could still breathe, thank God. That's the, oh, my God, yeah. it could have been bad. But every time he did, it made the dog sound. Oh, yeah, <laughs> see, it's worth it. And it was even louder and funnier when he laughed. Listen to this. He's sitting there annoying me with this dog toy. I get a two-liter bottle, and I'm like, Jonathan, I'm going to hit you if you don't stop. And when I go to grab it, it's empty. And he ducks. And he swallows it. He was like king of the hospital. All the doctors and nurses would go in there and be like, hey, can you make the noise for us? (laughs) (laughs) So awesome. I think I'd leave it like that. (laughs) Yeah. So his mom took him to the ER. They all thought it was funny. There's a video of a nurse trying not to laugh. The mom says pretty much all the other doctors and nurses stopped by his room to see him in person. They put him under to get the squeaker out with a scope. He's all right, but still it's a fail. Okay, if the superintendent of your high school is crowd surfing in the student section during a football game, he's either the coolest superintendent of all time or he's hammered. (laughs) Maybe both. (laughs) 48-year-old Jason Thompson is the superintendent of the Baldwinsville School District in New York, and he was crowd surfing among the students in the bleachers last Friday night, and he was not sober. Oh. Right after the game, Jason was pulled over by cops for driving without a license plate and making a turn without signaling. They suspected, you've been boozing? Yep. Arrested for DUI after failing a sobriety test. Great. Yep. Failed. Turns out his blood alcohol level was nearly twice the legal limit. 
Mm-hmm. President of the school board said they'll take uh, they take stuff like this very seriously, and they have no comment on his future. Whoops, I know what his future is: unemployment. Yeah. Have you ever heard of uh, of the floating home? Some say it's going to be the next big trend. So there's a prototype called the C pod. So they say as climate change continues to worsen, low-lying areas will become more prone to flooding. And concepts like the floating house would be the answer to cope with something like this. So the C pod is built by a company called Ocean Builders. It's got three and a half floors, more than 300 square feet of living space, all about seven and a half feet above the water. And prices start at around $295,000. But with all the add-ons, it could get up to $1.5 million. Pretty, pretty cool looking. So how does this thing stay afloat? Quote, we use over 1,600 cubic feet of air-filled steel tubes, which results in so much buoyancy that it's able to push the entire sea pod up three meters above the water. Hmm. This results in superior comfort and stability because you're floating above the waves. Anyway, the company unveiled the sea pod at an event last week in Panama, and it immediately sunk. Oh, dude, man. I was just going to say I was going to buy one. I was in. I guess it wasn't listed in the Friday <laughs> Fail Story theme overall. Immediately sunk. <laughs> they slid the house into the water, and it went, it went under. Nobody was hurt. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine all the people that worked so hard to put that together? I mean, you probably get wasted drunk that night after. No, that. You know what I mean? You got well, back to the drawing board. <laughs> when it goes to the bottom of the water, is that that's the Homer Simpson fade into the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 completely. Uh, earlier this week, police in Michigan put out an alert for uh, for three stolen Must Mustang Shelby GT 500s. They've been stolen from an assembly plant, like sweet cars. So officers found the cars going northbound on I-75 and tried pulling them over. But, of course, you know, all three sped off. They're in Mustangs, of course, speeding off. One of the Mustangs, though, ran out of gas on the interstate in southwest Detroit. The driver, a 14-year-old kid. Oh, man. 14-year-old. Got out of the car and jumped over a retaining wall to try to get away from the cops. Little did he know that there was nothing on the other side of the retaining wall, and he fell about 30 feet. Oh, boy. Kid messed himself up pretty good. Uh, He had to be taken to the hospital for treatment. He should be all right. Uh, Being that he's 14, he was turned over to his mother's care. Fail. This would be the lamest bank heist movie ever, or maybe it could work as a comedy. 56-year-old guy in Florida. Paul Sinclair facing charges after he robbed a bank on Monday using his finger as a gun. <laughs> you, <laughs> you better put that away. <laughs> Whoa, hey, hey, is that thing loaded? <laughs> he walked into a Chase Bank in Largo, Florida around 1.30 in the afternoon, went up to a teller, held his hand under his shirt so it looked like a gun. Not even, like, finger, like, under his shirt, like, hey, stick him up. <laughs> he told the teller, open the drawer, don't push any buttons to trigger the alarm. So she complied, but uh, didn't have much cash in her draw. So he only walked away with 120 bucks. Cops tracked him down 10 minutes later, arrested him. Uh, they confirmed that at the time of the arrest, he was unarmed. And he's facing a felony robbery charge. Finger guns, huh? Failed. <laughs> All right, a couple more for you. 
Uh, 28-year-old dope from uh, Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> Can't wait to see where it goes. Uh, arrested, on on, foot, uh, arrested on a charge of aggravated motor vehicle theft for stealing a fire truck, like a fully like ladder-on-top fire truck. So police responded to an emergency call around 1 in the morning last Sunday. According to firefighters, they were assisting with a medical call when they saw their fire truck just drive off. A group of firefighters ran, you know, ran towards it. They hopped on the truck, hit an emergency brake. The guy only made it about a third of a mile. By the time, uh, by the time cops got to the scene, firefighters were holding the thief. And the guy claimed the firefighters told him to move their truck for him. <laughs> That sounds about right. Yeah. I think yes, it, please, not, random guy, move our $750,000 truck. Yes. Here's the keys. Yeah, that's very common. <laughs> what? Guys, we are trying to save lives. Oh my God, you, can you move this truck? We're double parked. And <laughs> yeah, the guy was arrested on charges of second-degree aggravated assault. Uh, I'm sorry, second-degree aggravated motor vehicle theft and felony parole violation warrant. And for spilling their... Failed their bowl of chili and they had a hey, so who's stirring the chili back at the firehouse? Hey, random guy, hop in the truck and go to the firehouse and stir the chili. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. If you leave any amount of DNA at a crime scene, cops will catch you these days. Just watch an episode of the forensic files. Am I right? So this was more than enough to go on. A 67-year-old guy named Vernon Wilson tried to get into a guy's house in Burlington, North Carolina last Thursday. He had a gun, and they struggled at the front door. He fired at least one shot, but it only grazed the guy who managed to slam the door and lock it. Vernon took off, but police were able to track him down thanks to some evidence he left behind. They found a glove with his severed finger still inside of it. Oh. When he slammed the door, the guy's finger was still on the door frame. Oh. Lost his finger in the glove. Uh, they were able to uh, use the finger to ID Vernon, who was already in their database. He already had, an, uh, already had a record. Uh, facing charges for first-degree burglary, assault with a deadly weapon, and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Failed. And finally, <laughs> of all the jobs in the world, why apply for this one? Police in Jersey City at a police station. They were looking to hire a security guard. Okay. Again, at a police station. 27-year-old one walks in. Zamea Johnson, she applied for the job. But that probably wasn't the best idea on her part because it turned out she was a wanted fugitive. They ran her name, found out she was wanted in Pennsylvania for failing to appear in court on fraud charges. Also had 10 bench warrants out in New Jersey for not appearing in court. On top of that, they found two stolen credit cards when they arrested her last week. So, Yeah, that's probably not the job for her no, to fail. And those are your Friday fail stories. And ladies and gentlemen, just kind of strolling in here, yeah. Mr. Kevin Nealon. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What's up, guys? I ain't strolling everywhere, and that's how I come into the room. And just, you stroll, people notice it. Yeah. If you saunter in, not so much. No, you strolled in. If I saw I somebody strolling in. in the distance, I'd be like, I think that's Kevin Nealon. Yeah, that's confidence right there. Well, it was almost, <laughs> it was almost as if you came in on a cloud. I wasn't floating in, though. I was strolling in. Oh, there's a difference between strolling and floating. Strolling, sauntering, and and floating. Yeah, it's there's a big difference. Well, Kevin, nice to see you again. I don't you know too, if you remember man. you were I here remember. before. Yeah, I remember. remember Same that? clothes you were wearing. Same clothes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Remember, dude, remember we robbed the bank after we did the interview? Oh, yeah, we had a bench warrant. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that for sure, yeah. And that Have thing. you ever been arrested? Uh... Hello. Since that time? I was going to say, is your mom, your mom's not listening right now, is she? 
I've been detained. <laughs> strolling. That's the same as strolling. Yeah, it's not sauntering, but it's strolling. Have you ever been arrested? Is your mom listening? Just answer, I've been detained. I've been detained, yeah. <laughs> no, I've never been arrested. Never been no, arrested? No, no, no. I, um, in fact, the opposite. I've just, I've got a, uh, I got a, I've got been praised many times. <laughs> I tell you, I was the honorary mayor of the town I lived in for two years. They give it to celebrities. Uh, now it's Eugene Levy, who's the mayor. And also I got it, my doctorate, uh, my college this year. So I'm a doctor. Wow. Yeah. And, um, How do you get that? How much do you have to donate to get that? It's 50 bucks. <laughs> no, people don't know that. You know what I paid $50 for? I have a, um, I'm an ordained minister now. I can marry people. It's cost $50 on, on yeah. the website. What is it? United Life Church or whatever it is? Yeah. Universal yeah. Life Church? Univ I'm, I'm, a, I'm a minister oh, of oh, Universal oh, Life oh, you Church. Are? Yeah. Oh, you Mine guys is... are both ministers? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. That, when you were walking in, I went, there's one. That's a ministry <laughs> stroll right yeah. there. Mine is open ministry. Gotcha. And I got it because I used to do a lot of like field pieces for Ellen. And one of the uh, field pieces was they were sending me to the Little White Wedding Chapel in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. awesome. And I was going to marry people there. So they got me my open ministry uh, certificate. Well, and, and and they didn't know that you were going to marry them? Like they walk in and they go, they oh my know. God, it's Kevin Elon. Some of them didn't even recognize me. But, um, but I've used that thing. I've used that. I don't know about you, but I've married two people. I mean, four people, two couples. And I did a renewal on one. That didn't work, but are any so are, are any of them divorced? So, so um, you did, you, well, you, one just got married a couple months ago in Mexico. I did that, so I had to learn Spanish. Okay, yeah, uh, you know, um, and then the other one I did maybe seven years ago, and uh, he's not happy. He's not. Happy. And he blames me. <laughs> he blames me. Tony, how many weddings have you officiated? Officiated probably ten. Wow, ten are mm -hmm. are they still every couple still together? Yes. My you, now, I've DJed thousands of weddings, and I know at least 20 of them that are not together still. <laughs> wow. yeah. Kevin, do you feel like a, like a responsibility when you, when you marry somebody? You know, I don't want to get into anybody's business. Uh, sometimes I know it's not a good match, <laughs> just like when no, people... I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I could tell, especially like being a wedding DJ at the actual reception, I could tell when I go, wow, he's with his friends and all his family. She's with her friends and all her family. They are barely together. This is not going to last. Oh, boy. And I'm pretty good at guessing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty good at guessing yeah. if it's going to last or not. Right, right. And you tell them... No, no. no. <laughs> hey, guys, just want to let you know, thanks for paying. You can make the check out to Patrico Entertainment, and this is not going to work. Oh, you charge them? For when I DJ their wedding. Oh, I mean, what, he's got a like, sir. He's, a, he's got a DJ Like, service. the actual, like, mobile DJ, like the speakers oh, yeah. and the lights oh, and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. And if, if they want me to officiate their wedding, I don't charge them for the, like, officiating specifically, but for the time oh, yeah. for my company to be there. Yeah. So. I get 5000 per marriage. <laughs> and if it doesn't last, I got to give them back 2000 <laughs> The best wedding I've ever been to, <laughs> the best wedding I've ever been to was these two people clearly did not want to be with each other. Yeah. Uh, she was pregnant. It was during the, like, the wedding. She didn't want to be pregnant. She didn't want to be pregnant. <laughs> Uh, she yelled at him the entire the entire time, oh and they God. were divorced within uh, within nine months before yeah, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I I occasionally I'll um, hear from people. They'll say, you know what? When I was walking down that aisle, I knew I didn't want to marry him, but it was too late. You know, we had everything in place, um, and that's what happens. I went know? to a destination wedding where the night before the wedding were to take place, there was at the rehearsal dinner. His fa I was on his side. I was his best man. All his side was there. We were in Jamaica. All her side was there. They fought. Wedding called off. Everybody was on the resort in Jamaica. 
Oh, my God. Yeah. So you didn't have to go to the wedding? No, it was awesome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Hey, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, you said you were honorary mayor of your town. Uh, you got this doctorate. I'm sure. What high school did you go to? Because I'm going to look on his high school Wikipedia page oh, yeah. to see if you're listed as a notable alumni. No, you have to be. No, no. I was very shy. I went to two different high schools. I went to Notre Dame High School in Connecticut, Fairfield, Connecticut, and then I went to St. Joseph's High School in Trumbull, Connecticut, and I was quiet. I was quiet. You have to, you got to be listed on the notable alumni. Well, you know, now I am. I have a little picture in the lobby uh, with a bunch of, like, other, like, uh, you know, priests and nuns and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Nealon is on there, as well as uh, Lisa Lampanelli and Christy Carlson Romano. I don't know. I know Lisa Lampanelli. Christy but, Carlson Romano is from uh, Even Stevens. It was like a Disney Because we keep adding ourselves to our, our school Wikipedia pages. <laughs> and everybody, with, mine's gone within 30 minutes. Oh, really? They take Donnie's it down, they was say, up not, there for not notable, half a day. Not oh, nice. notable enough is what they keep saying. Do they have any that are not notable? No. Like, hey, this guy went to our high school, but yanks. No. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, somebody, when they took Donnie's like name down, they said radio personality is not notable. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason that I got into stand-up one of the big reasons was to impress a girl, a cheerleader I had a big crush on. And I look like I, I was 5'8 when I graduated high school. And I'm 6'4 now. Mm -hmm. And I look like a baby seal. I mean, I had like no <laughs> facial hair or anything. And uh, Smooth, right? Smooth, <laughs> baby, smooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have people that wax me, sure. <laughs> so I go to the, every time I'd go to the football game, just watch her. I never watched one football game, just watch her. And I go to the dances to see her. But she was always going out with these guys who like had beards like you and they mm -hmm. had the GTOs, you know, cars like jacked up in the back. And uh, she, I'm sure she didn't even know who I was. So I got into stand-up so she would know who I was. And I'd win her over and marry her one day. <clears throat> and my plan worked pretty well. It pretty well worked, and um, she started taking notice. I was doing Letterman, Tonight Show, all mm -hmm. these shows, and, um, she, you know, I could have married her if I wanted to, but so much time had passed, mm -hmm. and I we, we both got engaged at the same day to different people. Wow, what are the odds uh -huh. of that? Yeah, 75, 50-50. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a picture of Kevin behind. Behind, we got a picture on the screen behind you. Look at you! Wow. Yeah, that's what about a that time. Guy. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of work done back then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you Google, if you Google, have, have, do, you, do you ever Google yourself? I uh, try not to. No, very rarely. So, if you Google Kevin Nealon, sometimes they'll put like associated questions, like a, a like a question will pop up. So, the first question, if you Google Kevin Nealon, is, "Did Kevin Nealon pass away?" I know. <laughs> I know, right? Did you die? Uh, I saw the light, but I didn't die. <laughs> you know, I saw the light. Isn't that funny? I, I did see that somewhere. How? Because that's got to be something people type in a lot for that to be the first question associated with Kevin Nealon on on Google. Is it really? Well, I called my manager immediately. I go, did you see this, Kevin Nealon? We got to get out there more. You're not doing enough for me. You know, put me on. I got to get on a TV show. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is I've worked consistently since I started this from stand-up, from yeah. Letterman to The Tonight Show, all those shows, uh, Conan. You've been in everything. I've mm -hmm. been, like, consistently. Consistently in everything. And the great thing about that is people don't realize, they don't see you getting older, you know, because it's like, if you don't do a show for 10 years, then you do another one, they go, oh, he got old. You know, he got old. So... For someone to say that Kevin Neal died, that person <laughs> is probably in an insane asylum somewhere. <laughs> you know, but it's got to be more than one person. That's I just don't know. Is that the silliest rumor you've ever heard about yourself? 
Yeah, it was. And then Wikipedia once, this was the, they said, I'm a smoker. The only downside of me is I'm a smoker and I don't smoke. <laughs> where, they, where do they get that from? Yeah. But I'm going to start putting that on other people's like uh, webs, you know, like other people's uh, IMDb is, or Google has said, you know, is, uh, is uh, Doogie Howser still alive? <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's a question that people actually do search at Google. Yeah. Is Doogie Howser still alive? And you, you know, they do. You could tell who those people are that type that in because when you're walking down the street and people look at you like, oh, oh he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're shocked to see you. Yeah. But maybe that could be a good thing. It's a, it's a good feeling when somebody is surprised to see you. <gasps> yeah. Like pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah that's keep true. that going, man. Let's let's let well, you people know, think I, you're dead. Even though I'm not like on a series right now, I was just on one with Matt LeBlanc for four years called Man with a Plan. I'm always doing stuff. Like I have a hiking show on YouTube right now. Yes, you do. Called Hiking with Kevin. Mm -hmm. It's fourth season's um, premiering October twenty seventh. And I got a book coming out called Yes uh, You Do. I exaggerate my brushes with fame where I draw caricatures of people. You'd be a great caricature. Because it's the uh, eyes, right? Yeah, it's the yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah, the eye. That's the problem. I walk around now and I see people as caricatures. You know, like I'm in a fun house or something. So, yeah, I get this book coming out. It's called I Exaggerate, My Brushes with Fame, and people could pre-order it now. But it comes out October 25th. We, yeah, we were looking at some of the pictures yeah. uh, earlier this morning. Oh, cool. I, I started actually getting angry. You did? Yeah, because I said, not only is this man extremely talented, not only is he great with the with the hiking show on YouTube, all the Saturday Night Live handsome. work. Handsome, handsome. yeah. But you can also Not draw dead. caricatures. Like I, I'm like, how could one man be so talented with everything? I can't even draw a sun properly. <laughs> so, is it, so is the book um, just your drawings? No, no, it's, it's caricatures. To go along with. I have anecdotes on the other page, opposite of my experience with that person, whether it's Chris Farley, that is or awesome. Jeff Daniels, whoever, whoever oh, that's had a great idea for a book too. Right? Can you pull yeah. up that that page you had before? Yep. Uh, there was one you drew. Which one was it? Well, the Kurt Cobain one was. The Kurt Cobain one was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a good story about him, too. Uh, oh, the Anthony Bourdain one is awesome. Anthony Bourdain, Gary Shandling, Elizabeth Taylor. I met her once at a Carrie Fisher party. Carrie Fisher's in there, too. Uh, the the uh, Gary Shandling one. Oh, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. He was at a pickup game, basketball game. We used to play every Sunday at Gary Shandling's house. What? And he was friends with Tom Petty from the Larry Sanders show. <laughs> and Tom Petty shows up. And he's, sitting, he's not playing because he's Tom Petty, you know? He's chain-smoking on the bench watching us. <laughs> I swear, he had a cigarette lit while he had another one in his mouth. <laughs> and he wanted that backup. And he, I remember he folded his legs that looked like somebody's hair that was braided. He got around his legs so many times. <laughs> another leg. And... Uh, so that was, yeah, so that's Tom Petty. W weren't those those basketball games at Chandling's house, like, super competitive and, like, a really big deal? You know, for nerds it was. <laughs> nobody nobody was a good player. Okay. Nobody was, I mean, you know, we, we had, I said to Gary, it was like a talk show. I said, Gary, who's on this, who's on this week? You know? <laughs> well, we got David Duchovny coming up. You know, we got, uh, you know, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman played with us a lot. Right, because yeah. I just remember them talking about it in the uh, the Gary Shandling documentary. Yeah, it seemed yeah, like yeah. that was kind of a reoccurring thing. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah. You Did he invite people or was it yeah. just, hey, show up? No, no, he would invite people. And it was, and if they weren't good, or and I don't mean good, if they didn't fit in, they wouldn't be bad. So you could hang, but were there any like surprises? Like, oh my God! I mean, besides Tom Petty, I'm like, holy, Tom Petty's here! Oh, and, oh, there's a lot of surprises. People that actually played. Ryan O'Neill showed up once. You know, from a Love Story. Yeah. I don't know if how many people. Is he still alive? <laughs> Tatum O'Neill's Tatum O'Neill's uh, father. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, there was another actress that showed up. I forget her name. Um, and there's just a lot of, I mean, we did this for years, years and years. 
Uh, Billy Crystal would show up. Um, Adam Sandler. Um, David Duchovny. Greg Kinnear. By the way, Greg Kinnear and Adam Sandler were really good basketball players. I think they played in college. Mm -hmm. But they were very um, uh, minimalist. Like, they weren't running around. They were just really calculated with pass, good passes, good outside shots. And uh, and we were just, the rest of us were just bumping in each other, yeah, yeah. you know. Trying. Oh, Sasha Baron Cohen came to play. Oh, wow. And he didn't even know uh, really how to play. He's from England. Uh -huh. He's more of a soccer player. But he's tall, too, so not even a soccer player. So he kind of learned the game and got better and better. So he would show up. And then after Gary died, um, there was no more basketball games. So Sasha... I put in a court at his house and started having really? people come over to his wow, house. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Mm. In fact, I went that's back incredible. to Gary's house, which is a beautiful, it used to be a Spanish villa with a view of the ocean and a pool, and the court was set down below. And after he died, they uh, sold the house. And nobody was doing anything with it. They tore it down. Mm -hmm. It was an empty lot. It was a beautiful house. I don't know why they tore it down. And like I said, the basketball court was down below it, like a level down. And I went back there about a year ago, and... I walked onto the lot and I looked down at the basketball court where we used to play all the time. Mm -hmm. So many memories. And it was sad. It was yeah. sad. But I'm glad they didn't tear that down. Was he the guy that kind of, like, the glue that held that friend group together, you know, doing the basketball games? I think so. I mean, it was so much fun. We go up there. So you go up there and you know, she's got, like, food from the restaurant, like, for after the game. Pizzas and salads and everything and cookies. And, um, and you go in there. So it's almost like he left the front door open because he made it feel like it was your home, too. You walk in there. You know where the cookies are in the cupboard. You know where the water is. They got a game on TV. People are strapping up their sneakers, you know. And, and um, Adam McKay was there, big director. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I would have to think back about all the all the people there. It's like sometimes I think back about all the songs we did in our garage band growing up. Mm -hmm. You know, Louie Louie, yeah, Hang on Sloopy. Um, so, so, so then we go down and play basketball. You have to bring a leaf blower, you know, electric leaf blower, and you blow all the leaves off the court. And we play. We play really hard for like two hours. And you only play up to like 11 points each game or whatever, mm -hmm. and then you switch out the people. It's three on three. And then you go back up to the uh, little TV room and, the, you know, the game's Hang halfway out. through. It's halftime and you got pizza there. You're sitting around, you're talking. And, and people kind of look to Gary for advice. You know, like yeah. they would say, Gary, I got this, I got that. I even wrote a script and I gave it to him to kind of, you know, feel it out and see if it was right for me. And he had it for like two years and uh, he gave me some notes on it. But when he died and they were cleaning out his office, my script was on his desk, uh, you know. Do you wow. think you read it? Oh, yeah, he did read it. He did, did he give you notes? It. He did. He did, but it never got done. You know? say that movie is Shawshank Redemption. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Incredible. I almost whoa. made him spit his water out. <laughs> he did, he did. One of the best movies around, by the way, Shawshank Redemption. What is your favorite movie? Because we were discussing our favorite movies. There's different categories. You know, if it's Christmas, it's, you know, it's The Wonderful Life. You know, my, my wife has watched The Sound of Music about a thousand times. He mm. got my son into it. So that's kind of like a mainstay at our house. But best movie yeah, what for is my Kevin money. Ne Kevin Nealon's favorite movie. For my money, let's start with comedy. Okay. <laughs> this is my all-time favorite movie. Charles Grodin in it called The Heartbreak Kid. Okay. Oh, if you haven't seen this, the original no. one, not the one they made a couple of years ago, Pure Drek. This one, I think 
Are you talking about the Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller? The no, 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 yeah, not but, that um, one. That's the one you're referencing, right? I was, yeah, I was okay. so annoyed when they came out with a... a they, you cannot have a, a remake of this movie. Charles Grodin, who was one of my favorite comedic actors, he marries this girl, and they're heading down to Miami for their honeymoon. That's where he went at the time. And on the way down there, she is stuffing an egg salad sandwich in her face, and she's singing these horrible songs, and he didn't really know her, that side of her. And it's just, a, he's trying to think, okay, it's, oh, this is all right. who I'm marrying. Yeah, this is who I married. He gets to Miami, and they check into the hotel, and the first day on the beach, she gets a sunburn. But while they're laying out there, he sees this beautiful, beautiful girl. I keep forgetting her name. She was in uh, Moonlighting with Bruce Willis. Sybil Shepard? Sybil Shepard, yeah. Sybil a young, young Sybil Shepard. And he falls in love with her. And he's older, and she's like 20 or whatever. He falls in love with her, and his wife, he keeps his wife up in the room because she's got yeah. a sunburn. You go, honey, you got to stay here. Put the cream on. Don't get up. And then he runs down and, you know, starts hooking up with uh, Sybil Shepherd. <laughs> so that's the Heartbreak Kid. What year would this movie be? Uh, that's probably 70, in the 70s, maybe. 70s. So I remember yeah, Charles Grodin from, well, he had a yeah. talk show and uh, Incredible yeah. Shrinking Woman. Remember that with Lily Tomlin? Yeah. He was also in that De Niro movie. Uh, look it up. It was where they're going on a road trip, the two of them together. Uh, I forget what it was, but uh, De Niro's like a bounty hunter, and he's bringing him back for something. Oh, wow, look at You've got a, a still of it up there. Look at Sybil Shepherd. Damn. Yeah, right? Right? And he's got to go to uh, Eddie Arnold, the father, and say, yeah, this is the thing. I know I'm a lot older than her, but yeah, I'm still married That's to somebody else. That's not his real hair, right? That's Midnight so... Run is Ooh. the De Niro movie. Didn't yeah, Charles, Midnight Run. Charles Grodin have a hairpiece? Uh, I think he did. Is Charles Grodin the same guy that was in Beethoven? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yes. Which Beethoven, is great. Which is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, so let's was. talk about uh, Hiking with Kevin. It it comes, and you also, by the way, uh, Kevin Nealon's at Helium this week, and he's got two shows uh, tonight, two shows tomorrow. Yeah, forget about that. Let's talk about the hike. Hiking with Kevin. <laughs> so on YouTube, coming out on the on the 27th. you got a big week, so your book comes out the 25th. Yeah. The Hiking 27th. with Kevin, season four, comes out. October 27th. I'm, I'm in my hotel room here in St. Louis editing the first one with Paul Rudd. Wow, I was going to ask uh, who the guests are. Paul uh, Rudd. Uh, you know, I usually I don't say. I do a little teaser on my YouTube where I don't show them. I hear them talking a little bit, mm -hmm. and I show them in the distance. And it's fun for the people to guess, but they won't remember by the time it comes on. <laughs> I had uh, Paul Rudd, who's great. Uh, Julian Lennon, John Lennon's son. Mm -hmm. My favorite question for him was, Julian, who? I'm just curious. Who's your favorite Beatle? <laughs> <laughs> um, Greg Kinnear, uh, Nora Jones. Oh wow! Um, just, I mean, I've done 14 hikes. Nora so far. Jones is Ravi Shankar's daughter. Daughter, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Conan O'Brien. Real question. It. So you said you've done 14 hikes so yeah. far. In total, like an actual, like during the whole thing, how long do you hike? How many miles is the hike? Or does it all just kind of depend? If you're really talking, well, then you get lost? Or? That's a good question. When I started, it was like maybe two hours a hike because they were my friends. I went through all my friends. You know, mm -hmm. then I had to get people. And the hikes were like 45-degree angles, you know, serious hikes. Which is great for interviewing someone and you're huffing and puffing. I'm telling you, that's, <laughs> that's how it came about. I was hiking with Matthew Modine from Stranger Things, uh -huh. Full Metal Jacket. He's yeah. been a friend for a long time. He hosted SNL once. And we're hiking. I wasn't even filming it, but we're like out of breath. And so, Matthew, when you um, first came to Hollywood, were you, were you um, and he'd answer me back, yeah, I had a, I had a, I came from my agent. And I thought, this would be funny to, to, to record, like we have a little show going on. And I did that and I posted it on Twitter at the time and people loved it. And I started doing more and more friends. Yeah. 
And then each year, the hikes got less and less steep, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's pretty much flat. <laughs> Walk around the block. That's Walk it. around the block. That's so it. I tell the publicist when I write them letters because I ran out of friends, I said, it's an hour hike. You know, and it's, it's, um, I bring it, there's nobody else, just me with a selfie stick and a camera and a drone. Mm -hmm. I've getting more and more equipment every year. And I edit it at home. It's 50, I, I edit it down to 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and that's it. I, I'll have them out in an hour. And uh, it usually that's takes a little great. longer, but right, right. it's about an hour. Like that's I'm awesome. doing Cheryl Crow in Nashville, uh, supposedly, in a couple of weeks, and uh, it's going to be like an hour. That's awesome. So that comes Great. out the 27th. The 27th October. is the book. 25th is the book. I would be remiss not to ask this because it's making news today about what Rob Schneider said. I didn't hear that. Oh, you didn't hear this? That's news? funny. I wake up every morning and I hear new things. Like, this did is, you hear what happened? This hey, who is died? literally <laughs> breaking today, like the big new entertainment news today. Don't tell me. Let me just guess. Don't tell me. Is it something about vaccines? Nope. Or, okay. Nope, nope, is it nope. something about height? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> is it something about being politically incorrect? Nope. Oh, nope. did he kill somebody? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, no. We're lightheartedly just saying, hey, did you hear Rob Schneider so, killed somebody today? He talked about when Bill Murray hosted SNL back in 1993. I was there. Yeah, you were part of this cast. So I, I, I was reading the story and go, we have somebody actually part of this cast coming yeah. in today. What are the odds? He said that Bill Murray hated everybody when he was there. He said, he even called it seething rage and said it was really obvious that Bill Murray did not like the cast when he hosted in 1993. And he said it was directed at really two guys on the cast. Him? <laughs> Rob? No, of course he no. said that he, you know, uh, Bill Murray liked him. Uh, he said he did not like Chris Farley. And Adam Sandler. Okay, now let him try and guess. Why would he not like Chris Farley? Well, first of all, uh, I did not see that at all. I saw him to be very, um, very congenial. Mm -hmm. He was very um, supportive. And, and yeah, he, was, he wasn't like that Bill Murray, see, uh, you know, Caddyshack. He, he was, like, really sincere and, you know, you okay with this? You know, you, you good with that? And mm -hmm. um, So I never saw that. But so you say Farley and Sandler. Sandler. Um, because, um, I, I don't know, because they were big, broad, <laughs> I mean, you know, big in their delivery. Apparently. And this is what Rob Schneider is speculating. He says that Bill hated Farley because he saw him as another John Belushi, a close friend who he watched kill himself with his out of control behavior. And then for Sandler, he said, and this is a quote, Bill just wasn't into the groove of it, you know, and just Sandler was committed to it. I have no idea anything about it. I never heard that before. I mean, you know, everybody has their own perspective on things. Mm -hmm. I never saw that at all. I mean, I don't... I that was such a long time ago, too, and I don't know how you could remember how do you details remember stuff? like that. It's like the people that wrote the Bible. It was hundreds of years after <laughs> Jesus was born. You know, how do you yet remember, they knew, they how remember. Do you remember the details of that? Uh, I, you know, some people keep a journal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I ask people now, I say, you keep a journal? No, I got Instagram. It's all on my phone, pictures. Were you there during the Steven Seagal episode? Yeah. Now, do you have any memories of that? Yes, I do. <laughs> people ask me, who's the worst host on that show? And I never like to, you know, bring people out like but that. Steven Seagal is universally what everybody says. Everybody says that. But also, everybody's really nervous on that show. And he might have been nervous, mm -hmm. too, even though he's Steven Seagal. And, you know, he can kill the world. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he... I think some people react differently when they're nervous. You know, and maybe he put up his defenses like, you know... 
oh, this is cool. I could do this. You know, yeah, I don't need any help. You know, whatever it was. I didn't, I didn't really notice that he was horrible. I thought he was just, you know, odd. Yeah. The yeah. way he kind of stood around. I thought he was some kind of a guru or something, you know. And and uh, he would always stand around with his arms folded like he was a bodyguard for nobody behind him. <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, that was the kind of the the mode right there. But I do remember one sketch where he's playing some karate guy, and it's in a, a, a saloon back in the Western days. I don't know dates. I have to say, you know, back in the stagecoach days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so he was supposed to take these cowboys and throw them against the wall. Can you still say cowboys? Yeah, I, I okay. think so, yeah. And, um, I'm sorry, cow people. Cow people. <laughs> <laughs> he would throw them against the wall, and they were breakaway walls, right? And that's what he did in the dress rehearsal. But in the live show... Again, maybe it was nerves. He threw them into the studded parts of the walls. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> yeah. And they would, like, crumple to the ground. Then they get up and kind of walk out. But, you know, stuntmen, they say, hey, I'm all right. I'm okay. You know, blood's coming out of their eyes and everything. Yeah. You know, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> and so that's the only thing I remember from him being on that show. And it's, maybe other people had more interaction with him. Maybe he, yeah. maybe he kind of, like, had problems with the sketches with some people, you know. Uh, and that happens sometimes. The host says, uh... Uh, I don't know, because I remember when Dolly Parton was on, she would come, you know, each host would come around to each office and you tell them your ideas. And uh, I told her some idea I had. I don't remember it. But she goes, no, that's fine. But, you know, I'm I'm not going to make fun of my people, my people, which is the people from, you know, Appalachia Mm -hmm. or wherever she lived, you know, Tennessee. I don't know. But I said, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't do that. Yeah. She didn't want anything mean spirited. Mm Mm-mm. Right. But she was probably everybody's favorite host. That's I mean, the crew fell in love with her. Everybody loved her. I mean, she... That's very cool to hear. Yeah, yeah. She was the best, man. And I remember seeing her on her plane afterwards. That's when people didn't fly private. They flew first class. Mm -hmm. And and I saw her up there. and And she had been on SNL, so she knew me. And I said... Dolly, I'm so angry that uh, Whitney Houston is taking your song, I Will Always Love You. I mean, that's that's your song. You know, like she stole it or mm-hmm. something. And she goes, oh, that's all right. I'm making a lot of money from her. <laughs> she was happy about it. Yeah, probably she bet that money probably helped open up that Dollywood. Oh, yeah. And there, I, uh, I would see so forge. many people that like hosting on their planes, you know. I saw John Hamm on a, on a plane recently. I, I don't know him, you know, but I was going to say hi to him, but... I thought, ah, I don't want to go back and coach. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's not really where I belong, right? Well, that's where they put the St. Louis people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, did you know St. Louis' own? Born in St. Yeah. Louis. I was born in St. Louis. So we could call you, we could claim you. But I was only here for three weeks. Hated fine. the place. Got in the car and split. That's fine. Hey, before we let you go, I, know, I just want to say, Kevin Nealon tonight. You're letting tomorrow. me go. Oh, thank God. Tonight, tomorrow. <laughs> catch and release. Catch and release. And helium. Uh, he's got the uh, the book coming out. I yeah. exaggerate my brushes with fame. October, October 25th. Get at any bookstore. You can pre-order it now. Hiking with Kevin on YouTube comes out October 27th. Yeah. And probably the biggest thing of all yeah. is right now you are about to receive the Riz Show Second Timers Club Award. Yeah! What? Look at Congrats. that. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I thought you could say wedgie. You're yeah. going to receive you a, a wedgie. wedgie to the, that's, he walked behind that's me. That's for the third time. So you gotta, everybody that gets a wedgie. amazing. You got your names on here. Uh-huh. So are these things interplaceable here? These things? Well, you can't take the frame home, of course. You know. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, I'm not doing this on the plane. <laughs> It weighs like 10 pounds. Everybody says that. It's even wider than my suitcase. But good firewood, I would say. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that Kevin, Kevin and Neil and everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you, buddy. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. I will take a quick break. We'll come back. And uh, Donnie's got a uh, quick sports report for you. Hi.
This is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. So I guess Kevin Nealon forgot his second-timer certificate? He sure did. Uh, hey, run after him. <laughs> All right, I'm going. <laughs> See, there's Scott running down Olive. You forgot your certificate. No, he's great. Live up to the hype. I mean, it's it, it's it's just one of those things, man. That that era of SNL. That's my wheelhouse. It it really is, man. You it, know why? Because it was constantly on on Comedy Central, the reruns. Well, for me, that wasn't it, man. It, for honestly, for me, uh, I was a huge, massive, gigantic nerd in high school. I never went out on Saturday nights, and so I was always home to watch it. And it was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. For so me, it, it was for me it was what Riz said. Like I remember coming home from school and I would turn on Comedy Central and I would just let that roll until my parents got home and I would watch seven episodes yeah. of Saturday Night Live it was in all a row. The Phil Hartman yeah. episodes mm-hmm. and Kevin, you know, when Kevin Elon was doing the news and I, Yeah, for j- me it was coming in on Monday to school and saying, Yeah, I totally saw it. It was awesome. <laughs> Lying. No, I did watch it. It was great. But no, he's great. So we are running a bit behind. I think uh, we're going to put off the real fake results until Monday. If that's cool, make note. The easiest thing is is it's easy to do that because we haven't made our picks yet. Yeah, so, so we'll do all that on Monday. <laughs> we'll do all on Monday. Uh, right now, here's Donnie Fandango and sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Donnie, what do you got? All right, uh, sports is brought to you uh, to, by DB's. Trot on down to DB's for a Thanksgiving in your mouth sandwich. All of your Thanksgiving favorites on one sandwich. Don't be a turkey. Get you and your Jenny a Thanksgiving sandwich today. I want to gobble-gobble that sandwich right now, I'm telling you. And I will be at DB's on Sunday from noon to 2, filling in for my man Patrico watching some NFL Try that sandwich, dude. You're going to love it. We will begin with the MLB playoffs last night. Now, the Yankees-Guardians, that game was postponed until today due to rain, so you're going to have an MLB Division Series triple header, and we'll get to that in a second. It's a lot of baseball. But but first... Game number two between the Astros and the Mariners. Another tremendous game for Houston's Jordan Alvarez. Alvarez, who had hit the game-winning home run in game one, followed up in game two with another home run, this time a two-run shot that gave the Astros a 4-2 to win and a 2 to nothing series lead. And today, on your Major League Baseball schedule, at 12.07, you got Cleveland at New York. Uh, that series one nothing in favor of the Yankees. 3.37 today. Back to the National League. You've got Philadelphia and Atlanta. That game in Philadelphia. Uh, that series tied at one game apiece. And then tonight, 737, you've got the Dodgers at San Diego. What time uh, is the Cardinals game? Uh, that will be Stop it. <laughs> that will no. probably be 715 of March 31st of 2023. Uh, last week, or I'm sorry, last night uh, was the kickoff of week six of the NFL season, and it got going with an absolute barn burner. No, it didn't. Well, they, they, that was exciting, yeah. man. The are they going to cancel Thursday awesome. night football? They got to get some better matchups here, man. Because it's been awful, man. It's been horrendous. You guys have to give it to him. That was an exciting first half. It was a three points. Just (laughs) ridiculous. All right, so you had the Commanders and the Bears. Carson Wentz, blisters for 12 for 22 performance. Running back (laughs) Brian Robinson, he ran for 60 yards and a touchdown, and the the Commanders do win. Now, listen, one of the reasons that it is kind of significant for running back Brian Robinson, his 60 yards and a touchdown, if you remember, before the season started, Robinson was a victim of a shooting, and his first game back was last week, and so for him to go 60 and a touchdown yesterday, good for that young man. Uh, Everybody, as far as the Riz Show Fast Lane Pick'em Challenge, everybody had Chicago, except for one person, Anthony Stalter. Uh, so Dad, Stalter picked the commander, so 
there. Fastlane is up one on us going into Sunday's games. All right, and speaking of Sunday's games, there's a full slate of games. None of them matter except for the 325 game at Arrowhead. Uh, but here we can he goes. Go through, well, here no, we go. we'll 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 do it all in due time. All you right? got sweatpants on over there because that might get painful. It might. That's all right though, man. Hey, listen, you, can I just have the moment? Let him have can it. Can I have him being good for a minute? Go please, for it. Johnny. Go for all it. All right. Buddy. So, do, how do you want me to do it? Do you just want to go game by game and yeah, just talk could about? Yeah, just give us a matches. All right. So, uh, 49ers at Atlanta. Yeah, San Francisco there. All right, you got uh, the Patriots at Cleveland. Uh, I got the Patriots. I have New England. Uh, New uh, The Jets at Green Bay. Green Bay? I have Green Bay, too, yeah. Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Uh, I got Jacksonville. I do, too. Uh, Minnesota at Miami. Miami. Uh, uh, I, have I have Minnesota. I have Minnesota. No Tua in that game, just yeah. so you guys know. Uh, Cincinnati at New Orleans. Man, I have New Orleans. This is a tough one, but I went New Orleans here. Uh, Baltimore at uh, the Giants, the four and one Giants. Still going Baltimore. This is a here. tough one. I got the Giants. Uh, Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh. Tampa. Uh, Tampa. The Bucks. Uh, Carolina at uh, the Rams. L.A. Rams. Yep. Uh, Arizona at Seattle. So I have Seattle. Arizona. Uh, Sunday Night Football. Dallas at Philadelphia. Uh, Philly. Philly. And the only game of the week that matters: Buffalo at Kansas City. Three twenty-five national game on CBS. I have Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Donnie. This one's tough. Donnie. Yeah. I love you, but I have the Chiefs. Uh-huh. Just because I think the two teams are all equally good, and I think I, the only reason I picked the Chiefs is because right. they're at home. That's no, it. I, I think Buffalo is going to take it. Uh-huh. I hope. Hey, Donnie, guess what? I hope I'm wrong. Thank you, Because buddy. I beat your no, ass in well, fantasy last week, and that was a no, really good feeling. I, I so know. I hope I, you're. I'm also wanting to win this competition. Yeah, but you're picking Buffalo. Them. I'm picking Kansas City. So either one of, one of us is going to get screwed. Okay. I'd rather have a happy Donnie on Monday, and I take the loss. Thank one more thing, much. Donnie. Yeah, one more thing, uh, and obviously, uh, it's one of the it's one of the biggies for a lot of folks this weekend. And we talked about it yesterday, tomorrow night. Your St. Louis Blues begin their 2022 right. 2023 yes. campaign against the Columbus Blue Jackets, who will not have uh, Patrick Laline uh, at the Enterprise Center. Game time seven o'clock. Pre-game coverage beginning at six on 101 ESPN. You can catch the game on the TV side on Belly Sports Midwest. Let's go Blues! Skate boys, skate. Thank you, Donnie. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. And I'll be at uh, Hot Shots in O'Fallon, Illinois tomorrow night. Sign the We Love You Jeff Burton uh, billboard and watch some blues hockey. Television's a plenty. Television's a plenty. Great food, too. Happy birthday, Riz. It's David Keckner, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show right here on 105.7 The Point. Do you get it? King Scott? Yes, sir. Are uh, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Your headline goose sponsored by Retroactive Smoke Shop, firing up fun in St. Louis for over 25 years. RetroactiveSmokeShop.com. Let's laugh. Scientists believe that human beings and Neanderthals existed, coexisted for nearly 3,000 years. And if you ever attend a live UFC event, you're convinced they still do. Amazon will hire 150,000 workers for the holidays. So if you like peeing in a bottle for minimum wage, you're in luck. Home advisors rank New Jersey as the state where you're most likely to buy a haunted house, which is terrifying. Well, not the part about getting a haunted house, but spending eternity in New Jersey. My right. Starbucks and Delta Airlines have unveiled a joint rewards program. Meanwhile, Spirit Airlines, they've teamed up with Keystone Light. Hello. Border agents recently found pumpkins stuffed with 44 pounds of meth, or as it's known in Missouri, Halloween. And Thanksgiving. And Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. Kim Kardashian launched a line of bathroom accessories, and you can find them at Bed Bath & Behind. 
Hey, uh, Mark Wahlberg says he moved to Nevada to give his kids a better life because where better to raise kids in a state that's known for gambling and illegal prostitution? Shirley Manson from the band Garbage says she once pooped on a cheating boyfriend's breakfast cereal, but the joke was on her because it was grape nuts, so she actually made it taste better. Yeah, and finally, Tom Brady, he is buying a professional pickleball team because he recently realized that once his NFL career is over, he's got nothing to keep him away from his family. And may the gooby a Thank you, Scott. Guess whose birthday it is. Happy birthday, Riz. It's Adam Farrar, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Blow those friggin' candles out, will you? All right, that is it for us. Uh, Donnie staying on. On yes, for sir. another... Uh, 14 hours. Just like 36 <laughs> hours. Right. We will, uh, we will in that first hour have the new one from Blink-182. Whoa. That was released last night at 11 o'clock our time. Yeah. So. We heard it in the overnight, actually, uh, before we came on the air this morning. Yeah, yeah I wanted to, uh, to make sure that we, uh, you know, we, we started playing it when we got it. So yeah, well, let's That will be on. All right, so listen to the uh, new Blink with Donnie. Uh, in just a couple minutes here. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. King Scott, what do we got? Well, we got everything we covered on the show today, including a list of child-friendly horror movies that uh, The Hollywood Reporter put together. You can see if you agree with these or not, the top 10 best child-friendly movies uh, for scary stuff. Also, we have an incredible fails. We have a, not only a cool mom, like the epic cool mom, but we have an epic cool superintendent. And he did something <laughs> yeah. neat. Oh, yeah. And the video's posted up there. Plus, I did something real fancy, and you can also check out the hit new cover song I did. I put that up on the blog as well. So head over there and check that out. And today's title, which will also be the podcast title, Radio Personalities Aren't Notable with Kevin Nealon. Yep, that's right. Kevin Nealon stopped by. Yeah. See him at Helium Comedy Club. A couple shows tonight, a couple shows tomorrow. All right, see King Scott tonight, Comp Factory in Old Monroe from 8 to 10. So it's 8 o'clock. You're going to leave right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long walk. Uh, I'll be out at the Hot Shots in O'Fallon, Illinois tomorrow starting at 6. Sign the Jeff Burton billboard. Give a, a generous donation to Kids Rock Cancer, and we'll watch the Blues game together. And we'll get urge tickets to give away. And Dang. then Sunday, the man, the myth, Donnie Fandango at DB's for Sunday football, beginning at uh, 11.30, 12 o'clock. Noon, yeah, Noon. whenever. They open at 11, so. All right. Anything else, fellas? I got two things real quick. Number one, CBC uh, football game tonight. Uh, I'll be there if anybody sees me and says, wants oh, to say hello. Which God. team are you on? Come say hey. Uh, and then also Sunday, uh, after you go see Donnie uh, or before you go see Donnie, uh, if you want to play some golf, there are still spots in the CBC Alumni Association Golf Scramble at Forest Park. You can walk up. Please uh, just hit me up on social media if you want to play, and I'll get you a spot reserved. So. All right. There you go. That's Tony. Donnie's over hey, there. Thank you. Hello. Scott's over there. I'm There's present. Riz. I'm leaving. Uh, leave you with a, a selection from our teamers. Remember the day brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville from Festus, Missouri. Blake Tilly is our teamer. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.